Day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! First of its kind, the first dome. Anywhere, anywhere. Anywhere. Welcome to Dome, the world's greatest freestyle rap and comedy podcast. If the beat drops while we're talking about it, we gotta rap about it. And hopefully, you know, you maybe get a few laughs out of it, but not likely. <laughs> the odds are not in your favor. No, morale is low. Uh, I got my boy Dave across from me cutting a big-ass cigar. He's going to have hanging out of his mouth like he's uh, fucking Frank Castle. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be you know, for, uh, just living vicariously through him. While he smokes this beast of a thing, you're, you're looking for your lighter, dude. I put it somewhere. Yeah, no, I've... it's it's funny because it's just it's literally just behind your tablet. Uh, <laughs> it, very cartoony. Um, How I looked both ways, yeah. but couldn't find it. <laughs> uh, but I just I just want to take this moment while David lights his cigar to personally apologize for last week's episode. Uh, you know, who knew that uh, Shinzo Abe's death was a uh international tragedy apparently in japan they uh you know they take that shit seriously they Did really we, like insult him they really honor the dead um i'm not being serious man oh. why don't you just <laughs> fucking roll with what i'm saying yeah like dude professional. i apologize but uh we'll take it back if any if we have anything to apologize for is that we sat on the episode for a week and the shit was no longer relevant so I, I guarantee you that shit did not hit as well as we wanted it to dude i really i really like the end of that podcast where we get into like just uh hormone optimization and then um that whole thing got me jacked up i think I, you know I, what you know what i've heard piggybacking off of last week cigars increase your testosterone uh, Anton Cigar, the good movie, uh, No Country for Old Men. David's uh, got uh, uh, no 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 cigar cutter, so he used a knife. No, that's not true. Oh, you, you oh he's got his, uh, himself a little cigar cutter. That's cool. Cool story about the cigar cutter, the lighter, and Ooh, the cigar. I'm so excited to hear this I story. Went, I went to TJ, as I mentioned last week, and I had a great time. This is one of the little things that happened. Um, we went on this tour like some dumbass tourists. Uh, I paid some lady to take us around, and obviously this is a scheme because she's going to take you to the spots where she wants you to spend money. She's in with like certain shops, so she wants you mm -hmm. to shop. And you knew this already, and still I knew did this. It anyway. I, I brought some money. I was like, you know what? We're going to look around. Shit is cheaper here. Yo, so with the assumption that I would partake in the consumption of goods and services, uh, yeah. So I let this bitch. Ooh. Yo, I'm partaking in eggs and bacon by every place that this bitch was taking me Ooh. to. Like taking to Liam Neeson. I brought the cash and she be greeting. Yeah, she took me to the best taco in the town. Uh, I know how it sounds. It was profound. Uh, but when I put it all up in my mouth, uh, I couldn't really make a sound because I was full. I was full of the tacos. Yeah, it's in my soul. But she uh, had the full control of the tour bus, or maybe it was just a van or something. I don't know. I wasn't there, so I have assumptions. Uh, it was not my plan Whoops. to hop in a van in a foreign land. Uh, catharsis by Lethal Needle. Was it a van or a bus, or were you guys the only one on it? Was it like a personal tour, or were you there with a bunch of other idiots? Yeah, yeah listen, listen to this. So I bought it, like when you book an Airbnb, 
Airbnb tries to sell you experiences. And I was like, I don't know anybody in TJ. I don't know what to do. And there's this lady that'll take you around the city for three hours and like show you restaurants and stuff for like 40 bucks. And I was like, all right. So the day of the tour, she calls me and she's like, hey, where are you staying? I'm like at this place called Playas. And she's like, oh, I'm down the street. I can come pick you guys up. I'm like, oh, shit. So we don't have to take an Uber. So she picks us up old beat up Honda Odyssey with American plates that are expired. Whipping around the city, takes us to these places. We go to a cigar shop and I'm like, oh, I want to buy some cigars. And I see that it says 15 on there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And there's a dude at the front rolling these himself. Like, he's like, yeah, Pablo over here rolls these every day. These are natural 100%. I'm like, shit, let me get 10 of these. Let me get a box. And so I, I go to pay the dude. I'm like, oh, yeah, 15 pesos. These are like 50 cents a piece. He's like, no, 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 dollars, fool. And I was like, oh, so I ended up paying $100 for 100 cigars. He gave me a 10 dish. cigars. Sorry. Yeah, I'm fucking stupid. Uh, uh, but they're fucking next level. And they were like. You can bring these in because they're not labeled. Like if they have a label on them, you can't bring them in technically. Um, so anyways, now I'm smoking these and being like, yeah, these are the best cigars in the world because I was yeah, I, I overspent. Cigars are dumb and overrated, man. I think that um, they are definitely overrated. They're fun on occasion, and I like holding it, and I like the smell of it. In fact, I was smoking one of these around my girl's kid, and he liked the smell of it. I think you just want to be Bobby Kelly. No, fuck that. I want to be. I want to be Rogan. Does, do they, does he smoke cigars? Every other app, he's like smoking cigars on the pot. Oh well. So it's kind of hacky at this point to pot and smoke. Way to way to reveal that you are a consumer and enjoyer of that podcast. I'm a bitch, fucking dude. Loser. I'm a bitch. I'm a man, and I I he caters to people like me. That's probably. Uh, I mean, based on our our conversation about testosterone, that is what this show is slowly turning into. Once <laughs> once we actually start giving a shit about our bodies, you know, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. And speaking of caring about our bodies, we'll do this shot real quick. They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. I also want to give you something about uh, uh, hurting your body that happened while I was in Mexico. Um, I'm going to give you the quick hits. I'm not going to fucking... I had a good time. It was great, whatever. Um, Make it funnier than the cigar story. The cigar story is pretty bad. I got I got duped, right? That's interesting well you still you could have been like oh well i just want to actually you still you gave the man the money still you could have been like oh it's the, the i thought the price was different i'm sorry i'm just gonna get maybe three or four of these instead but you were like it would be too awkward for me to go back on my i'm such a bitch and he ended up they were 15 a piece he gave them to me for 10 a piece and then when i pulled out the money i was like oh i'm short this much and he was like that's fine so I ended up getting a significant discount, but I still feel like I got. You are kind of supposed to bargain over there. They they expect it. Yeah. Uh, I'm in Mexico with my fucking fam, and I'm trying to get some weed and blow it. Yeah, man. So I found the nearest guy who looks shady, and I was like, yo, you got the green? And he was like, maybe. Yeah, you looking shady, vato. I don't want to fucking go up uh, fucking wild, bro. Yeah, I'm smoking on the uh, cigar in Cabo with my hermanos, uh. This dude's rolling cigars, I bet he's a retard. No way, he's probably smart, and he's got yep. me down to an art. It's a science, he rolls them tight, and yeah, he's a titan of rolling cigars, I like him. Uh, smoking cigars from Havana. Mm. 
Uh, yeah, and you know me and my Hermana. Uh, mm. that's my sister. Yeah, she ain't got no mister. Mm. Yeah, I'm about to blister my I'm, feet. I'm blistering my fingers because this is a stinger. That's right. This cigar, it's the smoke lingers. And you know, uh, I, I think I'm so cool with the cigar smoke, you know. Uh, we drove down there, and when you try to cross the border to go in, they don't even fucking check your passport. Like, they take a photo of your car, and then they're like, yep, get in here. Like Photo of the car, interesting. The wonder. photo of the front, like, they can see you clearly through the windshield, I'm pretty sure. But they just let you in. You don't have to show any form of ID. To get in, I mean, at least we didn't. Some people get searched, but, like, the majority of people are just zooming in, and then the, the driving is insane. You're just driving like crazy. And immediately we're like, all right, let's go get uh, groceries and alcohol, and um, let's hit up one of these pharmacies because you can buy like certain things that you can't buy here over the counter. Is that where you got the tramadol? So I got a box of fucking tramadol. They're 200 milli milligrams. And it's literally an opiate that they sell over the counter. And we we well, smuggled white claws over the border. Um, you so couldn't buy some fucking white claws and what's white? And uh, uh, I was going to try and make a joke there. but Blanco. I don't know how to yeah, say claw. I knew Blanco, too. I just I'm not thinking on my feet here, folks. But for some reason, the seltzer market is not there. They're doing the light beer thing. I think, like, they're doing Michelob Ultras. What? They're doing Estella. They're doing Corona Lights. They're doing the light beer thing. But for some reason, it was really difficult to find seltzers. I eventually found Michelob Ultra can, Seltzer. There's Walmarts in Tijuana. I went to the Walmart in Tijuana. Oh, and they didn't have seltzer. They didn't have... They. I think they had, like... But they didn't have White Claws, what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So I brought White Claws with me, and the first night, we pop a fucking big old tramadol and chug White Claws and watch F-Boy Island on HBO Max. Ugh. And I was up till 4 a.m. just drinking and mixing it with the Tramadol is not good. And I don't think, but it feels great. <laughs> and there's, they, like, we literally drank through this whole case of White Claw and an entire champagne bottle. And there was this balcony overlooking the beach. Dude, this... would be a perfect way to murder your girlfriend. Dude, No one I, would ever know. I should have just uh, gotten rid of her, but you know what? She um she contributes. There was a uh, I recently watched or rewatched a this this horror film I enjoy called The Ruins, where I think they're in Mexico. Don't ruin it for me. I won't. Actually, I actually I won't. I mean, just telling what it's about probably isn't gonna ruin it. But you know, they get like a guy who's like, "Yo, I got this tour," or he, he's like, "I'll show you to this cool place," and you know, it turns into bad shit. But uh, it sounds like you ha you had a pretty safe bet that she, this lady was just taking you to. Oh different yeah, stores so she whatever. has she has she go, uh, like take you to a beach or anything? No, or? no, she has ratings on Airbnb, but she takes you to like the downtown area to just restaurants and shops. She tells me don't eat because we're gonna go eat, and I'm like, all right. Immediately she takes us to go get beer at like noon, and I haven't eaten. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm drinking a full ass IPA on an empty stomach, so now I'm sauced up, and then. We go to eat at this place that has the first Caesar salad in the world, apparently. Uh, pretty sure that was Rome. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's what I thought. But she's like, this is the first Caesar salad. And we also go to eat uh, the best taco in TJ, according to her. At all these places, I'm paying. And she's eating. Wait, you're paying for her to get food? I'm paying for it. And like the, the tacos were a dollar. You know what I'm saying? So like, I, didn't I, I like wouldn't be telling this story if I was you. You come off looking like a real chump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd I be embarrassed. <laughs> I definitely felt like a chump. Um, but how do you say chump in Spanish? It's got to be chumpo. 
<laughs> You're a real chumpo. Uh, it was so cheap, though, that I was like, all right, her, her fucking meal was fucking six bucks at the Caesar place. I was like, this is This chick is running quite the hustle. I, I commend her. I, no, I'm yeah. disappointed in you, but, but she's really killing here's it. Here's the thing. You know how she gave us a ride? I fucked up because she's some 50-year-old lady who's bored at her house. She's having fun. She's getting paid, and she's hanging out with people who she like sort of likes mm-hmm. so we get stuck with her way past the length of the what the tour is supposed to be we're supposed to be done at five it's fucking 6 30 and she's still like driving us to another place and she's like you want to stop here mm-hmm. and i gotta be like no marta i want to go home my girl is arta uh yeah she's tired uh i'm fucking feeling wired and sick i need a siesta could we please go back to my casa por favor i'm feeling lost uh, i think you're a bad tour guide uh, i wish that you would how much does this cost us yo martha wouldn't leave me alone and wouldn't let me go to my home yeah the whole time i was looking at my phone and being like oh my god it's been a while shit i'm sick uh this martha fucking bitch uh she was nice on the surface uh, but in the end, it surfaced. I caught monkey pox in Tijuana. Yeah, money talks, so I bought the fucking cigars. Yeah, premium price. Yeah, you know me. I love me some beans and rice. And I'm in Mexico with my little baby. And you know, yeah, we acting crazy. And we're going to go to a show. Or maybe not. Uh, if we do, it's probably some mariachis. That's three dudes. Dude, and the funniest thing happened while we were eating the... The first Caesar salad ever. It banged. The Caesar salad was sick. The dude. Like, I like that you were continuing to call it the first Caesar salad ever. The place that first uh, sold the Caesar salad uh, commercially. There's this whole thing. I looked it up. But whatever. Um, we're sitting there watching the dude make the the dressing and he cracks an egg and all this the shit. And this black couple comes and sits uh, like at the table near us. And then Marta goes, "I always wished I was black." Uh, You ain't black And then she like Refers to the people That sat near us And B and I are just like Oh my god Yeah She's like the uh, The The old white people From the movie uh, Get Out Remember how they were like Talking to the black guy Like he wasn't there Yeah 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 it, it was so it was one of the weirdest things that's great because you know you, you could you're more athletic you know she's just rattling off stereotypes or whatever she's talking about how she just wants to tan like she's not talking about i always wished i got pulled over by police uh, for no reason <laughs> you know what i'm saying like she's talking about she wants to tan easier it's just ridiculous um but yeah, eventually. I mean, tan easier. It's like you got a built-in tan if you're black. Right, you don't right. even need it. What's well, the... that's she. She was trying to say that she just wants to get better tans. Uh, the last two beats were "Desire" by Nigma, and that was "Peach" by Hippie Jack. I want to play uh, based on uh, your tour guide's uh, speech. Uh, this dude, Jimmy the Greek, he is an old. Uh, yep. He's okay. So he's an old famous sportscaster. He was probably the most popular sportscaster of his day until he said some really dumb stuff. Yeah. And we're going to play that here. What's his name? Jimmy the Greek. Oh. oh, why isn't this playing? Hold on. Is this still plugged in here? No, it's not. It's totally unplugged all around. Oh, there's a documentary about him. Look at this fool. And we're back. And it's still not playing. <laughs> even though I plugged it in. Yeah, do you want me to look it up? Oh, Wait, there you go. I heard something. 
Goddamn. Goddamn is correct. I don't know why this isn't working, and I hate my life, and I want to <laughs> die, and I hate God, and I hate everyone who believes in him. Jimmy the Greek died. Fucking, oh, he's dead. When did he die? 96. Well, you know, I don't think it's too soon. Perhaps. NBC's there we go. We got it. My man. His aunt's April on ABC's Nightline news program. Yeah, pretty soon they're going to have to equalize it for the blacks, for the Greeks, the Jews, and for everybody. I mean, let's make it equal for everybody. You know, oh, these are, this isn't even the, the comments that I'm talking about. What is he talking about? He's a sportscaster. Oh, come on. Let's find it. Is it this one right here? Jimmy the Greek comments you know, that I, got him fired? I think... I Reporter from W. Actually, to be honest, but he, I just need but he to wants him to. There's not going to be anything left for the white people. I mean, <laughs> all the players are black. I mean, the only thing that the whites control is the coaching jobs. Now, I'm not being derogatory about it, but that's all that's left for them. So <laughs> black talent is beautiful. It's great. It's out there. Yeah. So the, it's out there. The only there. thing left for the whites is a, a couple coaching jobs. Yeah, maybe we need to get more black coaches. <laughs> oh, she'll ride with me. Okay, well, I'm sure that they'll take over that pretty soon too. WRC okay, so that's not the quote that I'm thinking about. Uh, I mean, he's just right about that. Like, is he talking about black players in football? Yes, um, and how they're replacing. Okay, this is this has to be it. Please God, let this be it. I've really <laughs> I've butchered this fucking bullshit. And we can't fucking hear it because the audio quality is too low. Uh, based on this man's look, you wouldn't expect anything less from him. Well, you know what? I don't think we're going to be able to play it. Uh, yeah, uh. It was some crazy ass shit about how they used to breed the black men with big black women back Whoa. in the slave days. And he said this live, and it's a craze. Uh, Jimmy Snyder, uh, that dude was a survivor of one of the first cancellations in the u.s nation yeah he survived technically but he never be broadcasting since his uh, situation see yeah he said some wild shit about the whites and yeah you know that shit wasn't very right yo i can't believe the words i heard from jimmy yo they make me wanna shimmy shimmy mm -hmm. uh all the way away from him uh i bet he no longer has no friends R.I.P. to Jimmy the Greek. I wish that he could still be speaking, saying lots of crazy shit every single weekend because it was funny, man. It got me thinking. Uh, yeah, so on, during a broadcast, I guess someone had like just made a touchdown or whatever, and just unprovoked, he just starts going off on this tangent about why supposedly black people are better athletes, and he goes into the slave masters breeding. Oh my their, god! And he goes, they're, they're, they would breed their big black with their big black female, and just talking about them like they're dogs, essentially. And uh, yeah, he got fired on, uh, that day, I'm pretty sure. And uh, you can see the guy sitting next to him just sort of like sink down in his chair a little bit and just and be like, like i uh, am witnessing a man lose his career right now um but yeah oh it would have been great God. if uh, i could have actually found the actual clip which i think is there but it was just way too soft for some reason i got this shit cranked up all the way dude it's like it. it's like that the the thing that the clippers owner said 
You remember oh that? Oh my god, dude. That shit was wild too. Not as wild. What was what was more wild about the Clippers owner is they had this like deposition of him and uh and he starts going off on this this just bullshit uh, I keep saying tangent, but I got to say it again. This tangent about uh, how this lady sucked him off in a limo and he liked it and, and it felt good that he was getting sucked off and he thanked her for sucking him off. And then the person asking him questions is like, uh, sir, the question was, who did you so-and-so? Or it was like a totally un- non-sexual question. And he just for no reason goes off on this little sexual tryst about uh you know getting sucked off and enjoying it and thanking the lady for making him feel good and whatever it's a weird one i'm sure it's really difficult to find uh, this probably isn't it Clippers yeah owner donald Sturm. i don't think that that one is as funny as the jimmy the greek one if i recall it's just him telling his girlfriend uh you know you can hang out with them you can date them you can fuck them but just don't take any instagram photos with them <laughs> i think that's the extent of that one that is the that's Oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to not say that. Well, were you about to say something incredibly racist? No, I was about to just paraphrase Bill Burr's bit that he has. He has. Uh, I just remembered Bill Burr has a bit about it where he's oh, like, yeah. for this man who was born in 1920, that's a pretty progressive take. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. Bill Burr, the goat. The legend. Yeah. Um, yeah, that guy. Uh, what is it? They still doing F is for Family? Go watch F is for Family, folks. It's, it's better than this show. I'll I'm tell pretty, you that. I'm pretty much. sure he's got a he's got a special coming out on Netflix. Okay, that's nice. That's, there you go. That's where they put him out these days. I'm, I got nothing against that. No, dude, we're we're all about independent comics now. We went and supported our boy uh, Joe List and Louis C.K.'s movie. Oh yeah. And you know what? Pretty fucking cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know what? Good, solid flick. Uh, I gotta say, um, I could tell that uh, it was, you know, a little amateur. But but I, I shouldn't even open with that. It's a good ass movie. You guys should go watch it. Yeah. It was just kind of funny seeing like you know Joe List mess up lines and then just keep keep it in there. There were there were there were multiple times where he said obviously said the wrong thing because he's just tripped up in his own head or something. Yeah. Like he was thinking of a different word, and there was one time where he like combined two words and then corrected it, and then they just kept it in, um, which is fine. You know, maybe it adds a little realness to it. Uh, it felt real to me. I uh, I liked uh, uh, Bobby Kelly's role quite a bit. Um, he was a fun little catalyst for the ending, although I do think that they probably filmed a lot of extra scenes with him that they didn't use. That was yeah. that was a th- another thing that I got from the movie. I was like, this movie feels like it used to be a lot longer, and, and it they was had, cut down they chopped like, it down. big time. Um, I wonder. I, I wonder, also felt like it was it was kind of like a, more like a TV show than a movie. Like someone had just taken three episodes of an F, of a solid FX show and and just combine them together put it together yeah i think it's also because yo when it comes to this indie shit uh there's not a lot of external input yo there's not a lot of people giving their input and yeah i'm fucking input 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 i don't need that shit yo that foot you can put that mouth in your bitch Ooh. yeah i don't give a shit about your critics don't, don't give a shit tell me about how my shit's amateurish uh Yo, yeah, them credits, they can suck my dick. Suck it. Yeah, you know I never gave a shit. No. About the feedback, yeah, you bitch whack. Yeah, she don't understand nothing about cinema. Uh, 
Take your feedback and stick it where the sun stick, don't stick, shine stick. I'm watching Joe List and I'm about to lose my mind Whoa. I love him and Louis C.K. They're both real fine At that comedy, yeah, Bobby Kelly Ooh, yeah, my boy Bobby Ooh. Uh, yeah, he don't act snobby Ooh. But he look it, yeah, he book it Uh, yeah uh, I just, I thought it was funny that um, We got way more popcorn than we needed and then we got way more soda than we needed. And then we diluted the vodka way too much. That was like, fuck, now we got to drink this whole thing to get all the vodka in us. Yeah, we drank the whole thing. Yeah, it took it took a while. We should have I mean, just took the whole the whole movie, which is the that's the best case scenario. We should have just we should have just done shots. And <sighs> that's wild doing shots in a movie theater. I mean, that's the most if that's the thing about drinking is that I want to get it in me the easiest way possible i do kind of uh since i've cut back significantly um i'm no longer like i'll do a shot but then i'll have a non-mixed drink yeah because like it one of the big things about drinking that makes it addictive in my eyes is that the drinking dehydrates you and makes you thirsty which then leads to you wanting to drink more you want to keep drinking alcohol because it makes you feel good also, but yeah, then no, the, but the, I don't I disagree about the whole dehydrating you thing. Yeah, maybe if you're like just taking shots or whatever, but usually you have a mixed drink and that's not gonna dehydrate you. This is one of those theories of yours that you like to present like it's a fucking everyone knows this and no. experiences this and it's true and it's like nah. No, dude, I there's this popular book called Alcohol. Obviously it dehydrates you to a degree but no one is fucking drinking beer and being like i'm parched now no but like you're not thinking that consciously it's just the alcohol it creates this little loop like there's there's a craving to take another drink and part of that comes with the the thirst that is generated with the dehydration that comes from the alcohol I think most of it is from how it feels good to drink alcohol. And you want to drink it again and keep going. Yeah, and, you know, there is, I don't know if it's thirst. It's more, to me, it's more like you have that little craving. You're looking for that little tinge of bitterness that comes with the alcoholic beverage. And that, like, it's a consumption thing. Yeah, It's not, it doesn't, I don't, it's it's like I want to just keep getting this little, it's like when you do a line of Coke, it's that first that that initial burn or whatever that's what you what's what you're there for okay really. how about this it, it, help me understand this because i don't fully understand how i feel when i drink i feel like you're more capable of understanding the correlation between drinking and feeling that that good feeling i get that with ice cream like i'll take a bite of ice cream and immediately i'm like not within myself i'm like out having an outer body experience when i drink it's hit or miss i'm like i might not feel good sometimes you know does that happen to you where you're like Shit, I may drink and it might be a bad drunk. Well, that's kind of why I, I like cut back because it wasn't making me feel good anymore. <laughs> that sucks, dude. That's fucking. I mean, it's good, but what I'm like, I I wish there was a guarantee. You know, like sometimes I I maybe that's why it's so addictive. Ice cream always makes me feel good, <laughs> though, so I understand where you're coming from. Do you there. ever impulsively want to drink in the middle of the night? I have woken up and been like. We should do a shot right now and i have done a shot in the middle of the is night it, before but it's never been like like how you describe your need to get ice cream in the middle of the night seems like a person who like needs heroin like because because you can't help it i sometimes i can help it but most of the time it's like that's when my guard is down 
So like my body is in this trance. You're right. You are more willing to do dumb shit at night. Like I'm more likely to like not brush my teeth before I go to bed. Yeah. If, if it's already 11. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like, like, I'm just going to bed. Yeah. And I'm already like nodding off or something. No, but it, it happens where I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll grab like an ice cream sandwich. And then the next morning I'll be like, did that happen? Or did I just think it like Is that a dream? It, dude, it's so fucking crazy. And, um, I don't know what to do. I tried locking the door and then peeing in, in bottles. Peeing yeah. on the floor. <laughs> I, funnier. I also tried uh, uh, just not consuming anything after 6 p.m. so that I don't have to wake up and pee. But then that sort of turns up the hunger thing and it makes it worse. Because then I'm like... <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate waking up and peeing. I wish that like pee was in a liquid form. Like, What if pee was more of a gas and you could just fart it out of your dick? That would be perfect. Wouldn't that rule? And it's but it but it takes as long as a regular pee. So you're right. just sitting there with like coming out of your wiener and it's just flopping around. Yeah, huh? My wiener's like a balloon that you send across the room too soon. I don't know. R.I.P. to Shinzo. And what you know? Yeah, you know I'm off the benzo. Yeah, I'm off the benzo that I got in TJ. Uh, yeah, and it feels great. Maybe I'll just mix it with a little brisket and a little snippet of the fucking whiskey. Yeah, I'm snip, sniffing whiskey at the s- snifter. That's what they call it, right? Yo, yep. I, I might gift her uh, a nice little shot glass, and then I'll take a look at that little hot ass. Uh, take a look at that little hottie. Uh, yeah, all of my opinions are spotty. Yeah, I like her body, and also I would love to get some sloppy. I like her body like I like some hibachi. I Ooh. like it on the table and I like it real sloppy. Yeah. I like it when they take the shrimp and put it in their pocket, in their pocket. Yeah, you know me, you cannot stop me. You cannot stop me. Mm-hmm. You cannot stop me, no. Just made a banger in like two seconds. Ah, oh, man, I don't know if that which beat that was exactly. I have a... Uh, well, we're six beats in. Okay, so the ones that I haven't shouted out are Lavish by Piper Beats. Riches Bad by CDs and Real World by Willhouse. Bad Riches. I like that. It's Riches forward slash bad. Like this forward slash. What is the forward slash? Is that just the sideways slash? Yeah. Okay. But it goes forward. Yeah. Well, it's weird that there's two different slashes, like the backward slash and the forward slash. That must be for coding. It has to be for coding. And there's, all, there's a whole bunch of shit on the keyboard that I'm like, why would anyone ever use this? But then I'm like, oh, it's for coders. And I'm like, why don't we make a keyboard for the regular man that yeah. that is never gonna use a backslash or whatever the fuck uh, the caps lock? I don't need caps lock on my fucking computer for anything. Uh, and if I do, I don't need it in that location where it's at because I'm always constantly accidentally, accidentally pressing it. it. Put it somewhere random because who knows? Maybe I want to do caps lock every now and then. But for the most part, 99 times out of 100, if I'm typing, I'm not using caps lock. I get that too, and uh, when people write in all caps, I'm always like, "Why, dude? Like, what is that? What's the point it's, of that?" It's, uh, I, I often find that it's either just like a robot, or uh, it's a spam message, and uh, something like that, or I don't know. Uh, I remember going to college with this dude who capitalized the first letter of every word that he's that he uh, wrote at all times, and it was just because. He that he wanted to like make that a thing like that was his signature move like, and it just seemed kind of dumb to me. Say uh, his name. 
No. <laughs> but I will say that he's doing great right now, better than we are probably. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. So it worked out. Yeah, well, I don't think he does it anymore. That's that's the <laughs> thing. He stopped. I think he realized that it was stupid. One of his bosses was like, this is incorrect grammatically. Well, luckily he doesn't have a boss. But uh, Damn, you're giving me hints. I am giving you hints. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the dude has has found success in a creative field, uh, which is which is why I'm I, I think it's less stupid that he did that dumbass shit where he yeah. capitalized the first letter of every word. But you know, I'm also like that is kind of retarded. Well, like well, just type like a normal person. Making the way that you write a part of like your gimmick yeah. as a person is uh, an interesting move. I guess it kind of makes sense. You know, I'm not going to knock it any more than I already have. Yeah, it's still less dumb than a bunch of the stuff that I did in college that I thought was cool. Um, oh, yeah. it's But it's you know what it is? It's like when you're religious like we were in college and like in this insular community, the shit that you think is cool yeah. is so yeah, yeah. not cool. Well, because so much actually cool shit is off the table. Yeah, and you're you're very behind it, and you've also found a way to convince yourself that that actual cool shit isn't as cool as this nerdy bullshit that you're doing. And also, in an environment like that, it's easier to be shocking and edgy because everyone else is so goofy and dumb that your level of 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 like crazy that is considered edgy is so much lower. You know, because it, it is technically relative to your environment, but on a on a national or global scale, the edginess of a, of a person who's in that little bubble of Christianity is going to be so lame and dumb because everybody else is even lamer and dumber. But you can't really tell that that person's actually, you know, a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember thinking that I was uh, that I was hilarious and that I was. um so fucking clever yeah and that's I, a bummer because you kind of still have that mindset and it's like <laughs> not true man you gotta step your game up bro <laughs> um it's just because it's it's the it's my audience my audience you know your audience that is true and that is uh, a big a big aspect of being successful in comedy yeah uh, you gotta know your audience uh, you gotta know your audience For David it's sloppy men Who like all of his jokes And they don't give him uh, any sort of negative feedback whatsoever They only give him praise And they buy him sweaters <laughs> Yeah I like getting stuff bought for me And yeah also simplicity In the audience that listens to me uh, Yo it makes me feel like I'm 73 I like the audience listening to me Especially when I'm talking about poop and pee And pee Whoa. and poop Yo do they listening to you? No I don't think so Yeah do 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 yeah i'm feeling groovy every single day thinking about boobies mm. uh yeah i wake up and i start googling for them booby things yeah i love them b i googled boobs this morning it was the truth yeah mm. did you know that you can just go and google boobs it's pretty wild man and i saw the boobs of a child man just kidding damn just <laughs> uh, made a banger in like two seconds I will say uh, Tijuana doesn't seem as dangerous As it's people describe it um, First off There's no guns there I think that, it used to be a lot more dangerous Gotcha So you think they're cleaning up their I, act I remember going there a couple of times As a youngin uh, And yeah, there was, you know, there was like some Slumdog Millionaire shit going on, like like toddlers without missing limbs trying to sell you chicklets. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's still a a visible 
level of poverty at the border that is a little bit intense where you're like, oh, my God, they know that we're going to the fucking land of the free and they want to get a piece <laughs> of it. They're just sitting there looking at you guys like puss in boots. No, there's kids like so we went back on a Sunday afternoon, which is dumb. Like that's when everybody's going back. So we were in line at the border for like four hours. It's highly stressful. Eventually, like we just started drinking because we had drinks in the back. So I'm just at the border just drinking and then pissing in bottles because I broke the seal. Yeah, that seems like the move. That that The way that people describe waiting at the border to go uh, to get back into America, it it makes me not want to go to Mexico. No, 100%. Uh, well, it, it, makes, it makes me think that there should be a, like, if you have, like, your ducks in a row, like, maybe you plan this ahead of time, there should be a separate line. There is. For, like, almost like an airport. Like there's, a, a, there's, like, an express lane or something for people who come back and forth frequently. Okay. But I'm not certain what the, what the whole thing is. Like, I'm pretty sure you can pay to get in and out faster. Um, that's what I've heard. Because if it's already a cheap trip, like I imagine it is, uh, you might as well just drop a few extra coins on the express To get pass. through really quick. No, and like the border, dude, multiple cars broke down at the border and com- like just made it insane because it's like oh my now we God, have to there's like there's a, a fucking nightmare there's two, pushing cars out of the way so dude, that you can go forward there's in line. two lanes so like as soon as one lane gets like backed up you're like oh my god am i gonna die in this lane am i gonna spend <laughs> the rest of my life in this it's just so intense and there's so many people who are just coming up to your uh, windshield and they start washing your windshield for you and they're gonna ask you for money so you have to hit the wipers to stop them like I'm literally hitting. I'm like, no, hit the wipers. And it's and like, weird that they would, would just wash it without like, because someone starts washing my window. I'm not paying them. All I know is that they're probably making my window worse. They're probably dipping their rag in some dirty ass water exactly. that they already used to wash a previous window. Yeah, it's like a performance. Yeah, yeah, and at the beginning of the two lines, there's all these dudes selling like absurd shit. Like there was a picture of Pablo Escobar, Scarface. And like the Godfather, all in one. I was like, "This doesn't make any sense." Um, they're selling, they're selling it to you at the border, like it's an impulse buy. Were there any uh, kids offering like a song and a dance next to your car? Or uh, there was a kid juggling. <laughs> that's yeah. That's that tracks. It was, it was depressing, dude. No, yeah, that's sad. And, and but the thing is, it's also like it's a it's a monkey's paw of sadness because you're like you're sad at the situation. Technically, that kid is more than happy to juggle for some money. Like he and probably they, is like, I like this job. They don't know us like, as, how hard uh, they have uh, it. Us as like Americans, we look at that and we're like, that is sad. And it's, and it's awkward for us. And when, and when like, uh, like I remember my mom paid two little Mexican children who were uh, going around doing songs and dances for people on the beach. She paid them for a song and dance. And in my head, I was like, this seems fucked up. I would give but, them the money and be like, no, don't dance. Get out of here. Yeah, but at the same time, they probably want to earn the money. Sure, yeah, yeah that's a Maybe. good point. Maybe, I don't know. I think that it's crazy that these kids are running around, like, without supervision. Like, that's what's insane to me. I'm like, if TJ is... That's less crazy to If me. TJ is dangerous, how are these kids running around the city unsupervised? Like, you shouldn't be seven and just be alone for all in you the know street. they are being supervised you just can't see the guy like if if if, if there's like some sort of operation where they're begging for money 
It's, you know, like Slumdog Millionaire. They're fucking sending out kids and bringing them back in and getting the. No, yeah, them a percent. I just I guess I'm comparing it to like my childhood or the Where you childhood were- of an average American. Like before the age of like 12 or 13, I wasn't really leaving the house alone. Like I lived in a city, so it wasn't like. Yo, kids unsupervised uh, increase the likeliness of them going to survive when they're alive. At a young age, yo, they might go to a rave. Maybe it's dangerous in Spain or some shit. I don't know, but yo, my parents weren't about that, bitch. Yo, I was over in Hawaii all by myself, going away for miles, uh. Yo, that sounds kind of insane, uh. But when you think about the terrain, uh, of Hawaii, Maine, maybe... Over there, it's more mountainous and less plain. One time I was out on my own, on my lonesome, bro, and I had a goddamn heat stroke, and I was just there not able to move until I finally came to. I could have died, bro. Yo, that's why you shouldn't have been alone. You should have been at home, on the phone, or something, you know? Well, I guess the point I was trying to make was that I still got to go out alone after that incident. Okay, (laughs) I also think that that is like... Uh, the times maybe also like well yeah na- but you were you're like half a year younger than me so it's not it sounds like you were you had a little more of a uh like maybe I don't know if sheltered's the right word I don't think you were sheltered, well no by the time like, I was I think by the time I was like eleven I was like going to the neighbor's you, house you also didn't you live in kind of a city yeah it's, yeah it's okay, like a, that it's, make yeah I wouldn't it's more, ex- of a, it's more of a city type of environment it was like a neighborhood but. Quickly became the city, you know. Right, no, and like I, also in L.A., for example, uh, like a if I was a a good parent in Long Beach, for example, I most likely wouldn't let my child no, go well, I, alone. I, I think down it the makes street. sense that it's if you lived in more of a populated area. I grew up in a very rural area. It it was uh, like the. But even now, dude, even now, I think you go back to Hawaii and a kid is your age nowadays. I think that they're not going to just get let out like that. I think uh, that. The internet and like the 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 connectivity of the world is like making it so people are more careful no, with it, their like kids. Like the very fact that you, like you need to recognize the reason why that didn't happen was because you were in a populated area. Gotcha. Like that is it. So, so like we're don't in, fucking compare it. <laughs> so if we're in like Oklahoma, bumfuck nowhere right yeah, now, kids are running I've, around. I when we were there last, we saw fucking parentless kids running around. Yeah, you okay. know, it's it's I I think it's a matter of it being. You grew up in a city, and I grew up in a rural zone, and that's why you weren't allowed to go out by yourself. But don't you think there is something uh, about how, like, in the 80s, kids were more... You can't fucking run and play in the city. Right, but, like, even back then, I feel like kids ran and played in neighborhoods more than they do now. Just admit that you're wrong so we can move on. No, I'm not wrong, dude. This is totally true. There was less... What's that movie that we watched recently? Where the kids are running around and the neighbor's a murderer and they're like... Oh, summer of 84. Those kids are not running around neighborhoods like that anymore. And it has to do with the internet and it has to do with the fact that, like, we're more aware. You yeah, know what but I'm that was also, like, a suburb. And I would argue that uh, kids are still running around suburbs. When I was in South Carolina, fucking during 4th of July, there's just random teens on bikes going around and and whatever preteens probably and unsupervised no, no yeah no parents around it's a suburb it's basically a rural area 
if, if the moment that you introduce city and cars into the equation, then it's that's totally when different. yes, how do you not fucking recognize this, my no, guy? No, but I'm also I'm also saying that the, maybe it's also the fact that kids are less social now. They're on their fucking Nintendos and like doing shit inside. You yeah, know? I want to get a Nintendo Switch, but I really want to. I want the Steam Deck, but the Switch is like only like two hundred bucks, and the no, deck yeah. is like seven hundred bucks. I wish I hadn't sold mine. Yeah, that was a dumb move on your part, because uh, like you know, you could just keep it for when you want to use it. I've moved. I've moved way ahead in my ability to understand that well, I don't have to use all. I think my- you sold it as like a performative thing to yourself. You were like, "I'm selling this to prove to myself that I'm better than video games," and uh, maybe it was retarded. maybe that is what I was thinking, and that I agree with you. It is definitely dumb. I also think that I was uh, strapped for cash at the time, and I was like, I need to get some money back. I'm not really uh, gaining from this. I was, I was incapable of perceiving the fact that it's probably better for me to play video games than to mindlessly watch television. No, I mean, just doing it casually, I think, is almost healthy. I think that uh, if you find a game that you like and it's immersive and it's got a good story, then fucking do that. Uh, and but, even if it's even if it's fucking like you're playing with a bunch of kids online at Apex or whatever, that's fine too. You know, if, if there is no story, at least you're you know chatting with dudes and and chicas and you know what, what building you, a community or whatever. I don't know. Do you want the Switch because of the handheld aspect? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I really want the deck, but uh, the Switch is still cool. Like I I know that there's some Switch exclusive games that wouldn't be yeah. on the deck that are fun. Like I want to play like some Zelda shit. I want to yeah. play some Mario shit. You know, uh, I want to I want a console just because of the new monitor that I just got. Like I want to play something. I guess I could just run something off my computer. Yeah, but no, your computer is more than capable. You could. Can you store games externally? Like, could I have a game installed on the hard drive? <sighs> I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I think that they would most likely run better on the on the actual computer, but like yo the way that I do it, man, I only install the game that I'm currently playing on. Yes, oh. that's right. So I'm been game on, but not taking up a lot of storage on the ROM. Uh, play one game at a time. And then the storage situation is fine. Uh, my computer of mine. Uh, it runs so sublime. Yeah, it runs sublime in the boomba clod of my teacher. I mean, my uh, computer. Why'd I say teacher? That was weird, yo. I don't know. I'm over here playing video games and it shows. Uh, maybe I will play a new video game. You recommend a GTA. But what about uh GTA is a good game to play if you're getting into games because GTA is super great. Yeah, you know, you could play it night and day and pretend that it's got, you know, it's got like three different characters that you can, you know, switch between, which is kind of fun. Uh it's got essentially it's got three different storylines that are running simultaneously. Yeah. And they're loosely based on the Sopranos? No, it's just one of the characters has major Tony vibes. Oh, okay. There's no baseness, uh, but uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely a fun ass game, and you know, it's like it's also kind of half RPG, half first person shooter. So as far as like an intro to gaming, yeah, it's, it's definitely not a bad move. I've played it a lot, like in those situations where you're with a friend and you're you just like putting the cheat codes and you're to, passing the controller yeah. back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that as well. But the storyline kicks ass. I, I really enjoyed the story. One of the things that you can do in the game, which is kind of interesting, um, as long as you don't spend a bunch of time doing it, is you, there's a stock market. 
So, oh, you can invest money. Yeah, you can invest money, and like if you invest a lot, you could get back a lot, and like that's it's it's honestly the only way that you can buy certain places because there are certain properties that are just millions of dollars. And so you have to you get have to lucky. make money to be able to buy. It's like real life. Yeah, you have to get lucky in the stock market in order to ever do anything like that, dude. Like speaking of buying property, when you, when I was in TJ, I was like, let's see how much these apartments cost. We should just fucking move to TJ. Bro. I'd move to Mexico. You would move to Mexico, yeah, dude. Like, it is totally realistic to just get some type of remote work in the U.S. So like, you're bringing in American income, or even just like a low entry level American income. And then you go to fucking TJ and you're, you're living large without having to like, you could probably just start a business over there or like do something like very basic and it would cover your expenses. Um, I just don't know how, I guess you could just end up, you'd end up meeting people or whatever. There's gotta be like a pretty significant American community over there, but uh, uprooting you, my life and going to Mexico to own property sounds like something I'd be willing to do. Do you think in uh, Tijuana they call the store U.S. Max? Let's get it. Let's, let's freshen up our drinks. So last weekend I shot another video for the uh the dude who i've talked about before i'm not going to say his name but his claim to fame is that he was in a music video with um mary kate and ashley once uh, yep, I remember. and he talks to you like he's been a star in hollywood for his whole life i don't know why i keep working for this dude i got a thing against like burning bridges but this is one i should definitely fucking burn this wasn't a shoot for him it was a shoot for his daughter uh but there was a point where i was worried that he was going to shoehorn himself into it like he did with on the last one I did, if, if uh, for the fans, uh, shot a video uh, that was him, him and he did the hook, and then his daughter like did like the verse, and then his son was also. But yeah, but, it was but, about but, him passing the torch. Yeah, it was yeah, and then when it came to editing it, it was all about making him look good, and he didn't really care about the the shots with his kids or whatever, and it was just kind of weird and bizarre. Um, but yeah, this time around it was all his daughter, which I liked because he showed up in a homemade hoodie that said straight pride on it. And and it's Whoa. And you could tell it was like drawn in crayon by like his son or his daughter or something and, and like And he's like encouraging the behavior. His wife was also wearing it. They were both wearing straight pride shirts and I was like, Man, like what what if what, first of all what do straight people have to be proud of? I, I, like, I want to like think of a of anything that a straight person has ever like overcome that they would need to be proud of the fact that they're attracted to the opposite sex. No, yeah, it's like uh, you grew up in an all gay family it, it that only, shamed heterosexuality. Right, it <laughs> only exists to counter gay pride. It only exists as a anti gay thing. It's like a white lives matter thing. Right. Yeah. It it makes no sense other than as a counter to like just it, well, just a way to because I guarantee you if you were to tell him like yo that shirt is hateful. It'd be like, no, I'm proud. It's like, why, why are they the only ones allowed to be proud? Blah, blah, blah. It's, like it, that. And it just doesn't make any fucking well, sense. Well, no, it's it's literally. And correct me if I'm wrong. He does have re, like Christian religious right, the, beliefs. The song right? is actually a Christian song. OK, right? so, yeah. yeah, this is totally like a a dumb, unaware Christian thing. And it's the same. It's the same argument uh, of when people do the whole blue lives matter or white lives matter. It's like, 
they're trying to take uh they're trying to take attention away from the cause. This guy might be this guy might be so dumb that he actually thinks straight pride is something he should be totally into. Yeah, you know, he doesn't like when they're into dudes. Yo, uh, I'm straight and I'm proud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also I'm very loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like to use my mouth. But also articles of clothing. Yo, straight pride like every single day. Ah, never gonna be gay. No, not me. Never. Yo, I'm proud to be straight. Yeah, I love the opposite sex. Yeah. Don't ever check, yo. No homo. Uh, the opposite sex makes me erect and pays me the checks, yeah. Mm. I'll never go gay. Yeah, you know me. I'm straight, straight. Whoa. I'm so proud of my straightness. Okay. And that's just how it is, friend. I, the straightness. It's equivalent to greatness. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm wearing an apron. Uh, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Whipping. Wh- whipping on some straight shit. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, Real World by Will House. Elevators by Avon Joe or Von Joe. I think it's just Von Joe. Von Joe. Sorry, I autocorrect. Fucked me. We uh, yeah. Sorry, Von Joe. We uh, we we got your beats in the app. We'll put more in. Just send, uh, send us more beats. 90s Boom Bap by SLEU365, ukulele by Harold Beats, and Time Flies by Othello Beats. If you want to uh, check out the episode with Von Joe, it's 111 uh, alongside J Fro. Great up and great beat. I, I fucking really fuck with the beats that she sent us. Yeah, that was that that episode had um you know some good freestyles and whatnot. You know, I, I could I could talk all day about how good that episode <laughs> was. Maybe you guys should just go check it out for yourself. Go check it out, dude. This morning on my were were you sorry you were still going on the on this dude right? Oh um I could probably uh, what so I mean it was tamer than most shoots other than yeah. the fact that he showed up in a straight pride shirt at least I didn't like hear him talk saying, about it yeah there was that's that's the worst dude when somebody like is doing a thing and then they won't let it just be subtle like they have to also fucking talk yeah, about it because i remember the last the, the, when i shot the video that had him in it with his kids there was a point where um uh the, i th- either the son or the daughter was was like talking about like a, a t-shirt they were designing or something and how they wanted to have like a rainbow on it but they didn't want it to be gay or whatever <laughs> and 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 the dad was like gay people don't own the rainbow you can put a rainbow on it if you want. It's just colors, you know, and it's like uh, kind of at this point, the, the rainbow is pretty gay, like, and that's fine, you it's know. Fine. Like, it's just fine. Let, just let them have the rainbow, you know. Well, like, the, the issue is you not wanting to rock the rainbow because you think it's gay. That is the problem here, yes. It's that like, is, that oh, is the underlying issue. I can't wear the rainbow because people are going to think I'm gay. I don't know. It's like, fuck, I, I genuinely need to stop uh, accepting this dude's money. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, I've... The last couple of videos I've made for him, I've done them poorly on purpose, <laughs> and uh, and I haven't ha- included my credit at the end or anything. The Damn. last the last one, he asked me to take my credit off of it, and I was like, gladly. You know what? Yeah. I'm never putting my credit on another one of your videos. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, I, you should probably stop working for him, but I I get why. Well, no, I gotta I gotta stop working with the the fucking the Jews as well, uh, yeah. Because uh, they're you know they're they're on some problematic. I'm talking about the Black Hebrew Israelites, not just straight up <laughs> not straight up Jewish people. But um, anyone who's listened to this knows what you're talking. Yeah, because <laughs> they've got some problematic uh, beliefs that they. But here's the thing, talk dude, about like, to their kids and whatnot. You're always gonna like most people have 
problematic shit in their lives. Well, I, it's just religion. If religion is problematic, and in a, in the ideal world, I wouldn't be shooting religious videos. Yeah. I would be like, you know, those the those bakeries that are like, I'm not going to bake a cake for these gay people. I get that. But if, if but you I'm not. Had, if you were overbooked, that you would then be like, all right, I'm not working with these people. But if they're like okay to work with, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's wrong for you to continue just you know taking the work for now. Like I think once you have more work, you can start being like, all right, I'm not doing this. But at this point, I'm I'm okay with you continuing to like take this. I'm definitely glad that you're okay with it. Uh, I, I I'm not okay with it, but <laughs> I I still do it because you know I like money. Which well, is which is where the morality is fucked because I'm like I'm I'm still like I'm still helping these people spread a, a negative message. Technically, ne like the songs themselves aren't negative at all. It's not like in the exactly. music. Exactly, and, it's, and they, it's not directly hateful. It's like the hateful shit about it is a side effect of the old traditional worldview. And I and I want to make it clear: if the song did have some like weird shit in it where they were saying anti-gay stuff or whatever i wouldn't do it yeah uh i i recently shot a video and then after the fact realized that uh the person dropped the f slur and i was like hey we gotta edit that out or i'm not doing this um and you know it it felt good to you know yeah, yeah, to, have that sort of stance, recourse yeah. uh it turns out that the, the person was actually saying baguettes and it's a it's a it's a term for grills, but uh, so we just ended up keeping it. But uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah, that's uh, a, a term for diamonds in a grill. Uh, Yo, in a that's mouth so grill. funny. And then was the person when you told them offended by the fact that you brought up the that you thought that they were homophobic? Uh, well, that's the thing. I never thought that they were homophobic. I I had assumed that it was said in a context of like how people from the nineties. <laughs> Yeah, like how Eminem would say it. Yeah, you're just trying to say a hurtful thing to hurt someone's feet lanes. Yeah. You're not ever thinking about if they're gay. You just say that word, let it fly. Hooray, hey. Yo, since people say it, I'm just going to slay it. And back in the 90s, it was all grinding. There's certain words that you just can't say. No, but back in the 90s, it was okay. Yeah, and now we're all so woke that we can't say those words to those folks. No, no. No. Words you can't say Unless you're Louis C.K. He can say it in a joking manner And it's crazy It's true, if you check out 4th of July They just let that word fly They say it uh, several times The F slur, that's in there Multiple times, but I guess it uh, doesn't I don't care If it's for the art It won't make me want to barf Yeah, it's far off And yeah, my dick's soft Whoa uh, I was that was almost part of the movie that I liked was that they were like they went there they're like because yeah. it's it is that is reality if you're if you're gonna have some yeah. like the this stereotypical wop uncle yeah. he's probably gonna be dropping some f slurs to refer to your lack of manliness. <laughs> uh, 100%. I'm so glad my uncle never called me the f slur that would that would stick with me. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad my uncles don't know how to speak English well. <laughs> well, one of them speaks it enough to be a cab driver in uh, pursuit of happiness, right? I've never actually met that fool. I've only <laughs> I've only spoken to him on the phone. It's crazy. Is he still acting? I believe so. Um, he's never done it like very successfully, but I commend was him. Was that for, the biggest thing he was in? Was I, pursuit I, of happiness? What? Let me let's get, let's check out this dude's IMDb yeah. real quick. What's his name? 
Zuhair. I can pull it up on the screen right here. Well, I also want like an easy Zuhair. Z U H E R H A I R H A I R. Um, Zuhair Ahmed. Haddad. Oh, there he is. Whoa. Hello. Yeah, there's my guy right here. He kind of looks like you. Arab-American actor and voiceover artist active in film, television, stage. All right, let's see here. Okay. Um, dude, uh, he's still working. He was in five episodes of The Affair, which is a Showtime show. Yeah, and he was um, in uh, a show called Homeland. Uh, okay, I've heard of that. Oh, he was he, in an he, episode crimi- of Criminal Minds. He had a name. and He must have been a main character. Not a main character, but like for that episode... He, he, must he wasn't just Arab guy number six. No, yeah, he had a name, Reigns. Oh, I remember him talking about this movie right here, The Algerian. This was a... Uh, uh, his name is Mohammed in Algerian. That's his name is Mohammed in the majority of his roles. Uh, <laughs> I don't look, know yeah, about that. If, you're under, if you go under starring in this movie, he's like... You don't have to scroll that far. He's right there. There he is. Wow, he's one of the top build guys. I'm going to go through his... Oh, he's into some video games. Yeah, I think in Assassin's Creed. Some voice acting in video games, too. This dude's really working out here, man. That's cool. I'm going to go through the the list of names that he's been because I think that'll be funny. Look at this photo right here. start at the beginning. Oh, that's he. Oh, wow. He's straight up manhandling Will Smith right now. That is... (laughs) That rules, bro. You're... Your your fucking uncle hugged Will Smith from the back. You know what's funny is in that an aggressive when, manner. We, when we went to watch this in the movie theater, we didn't know that he was in it. So in the middle of the movie, my dad was like, oh, my God, that's my cousin. That's my cousin. Because it's my, it's my second. Wait, wait. Life. And he didn't know that his. We didn't know. He, we went to the movie theater Man. and we didn't know that he was so in it. This guy really just was like, I'm going to follow my dreams and fuck my family. I don't give a shit if they know what's going on in my well, life. Well, dude, I think it happens a lot with immigrants. Like when you move far away, you sort of like lose touch with your family. I'm going to I'm gonna go through some of these names here. Uh, okay. We have patient number two. Arab tourist. Dr. Kusain. <laughs> Ari. Uh. Mr. Kasim, Mr. Kasim, his name was spelled, his name is spelled differently in the same show for the same character. Uh, he's a Mater D, Rakish, Bazaar Merchant. Oh, he's in the Scorpion King with the rock, bro. Dude, this he, dude has been working. He's in the Hangover Part 3. All right, that's definitely not as cool as the Scorpion King with the rock. <laughs> like, it's weird that you would just say that after I said the Scorpion King. It's not weird. I Syed? fucking recognize the fucking Hangover 3 more than the Scorpion King. Yeah, but that doesn't make it interesting. Anyway, uh, Maintenance Man, Ali, Civilian Number 3. Oh, he's... Oh, full, whoa, this video game is called Full Spectrum Warrior. I wonder if it's about a, a warrior who's, uh, you know, got some hidden talents in his brain. Yo, I'm the Full Spectrum Warrior. I'm over here counting bullets and I know you're uh, wondering why I'm acting this way. I'm a Full Spectrum Warrior. It's okay. Ah, uh, yeah, Full Spectrum Somewhere on the spectrum, somewhere in my rectum. Yo, the internet that we're using right now is also spectrum. Yo, spectrum, yeah, it's super fast speeds. You gotta get it installed delightfully. They didn't offer AT&T where we were living, so we had to get spectrum, see? Uh, yeah, I wish that I could switch to AT&T, Comcast, or Frontier. Uh, I'm at the frontier of TJ, and I feel great. Yeah. This dude's in tons of movies, and I 
want to drink some Trulies with Ooh. this guy, yo. And he's in some video games too, which is cool. Yeah, I wish that I could do a video game. I want to play a video game with my uncle Zuhay. He's in the Full Spectrum Warrior sequel too. This dude uh, is working, man. Yeah, okay, Assassin's Creed. That's the one that you mentioned. Iraqi civilian, Algerian dad, Yemeni citizen. <laughs> Uh, Amir, he's. I think he plays a, a character named Amir more than he does Dude, someone me, named Muhammad. Let me see if I can find this. He posts. Uh, he posts casting uh, uh, videos on his Facebook. Oh no way! Like like uh, like the compilation of of him acting in front of a no, camera or something. Man. Fuck, why does my... Well, that's weird that there is an actor, another actor named Zuhair Haddad, I need apparently. To go, I need to go to, like... Well, no, that could be him. Maybe that's just, like, his son as his profile picture. Well, no, I'm, like, logged in as our thing instead of as mine. Oh, because and you I'm, are actually friends with him. We're them. friends, yeah. I'm trying to fucking... This is stupid. Instagram fucking... I mean, Facebook updated their shit, and now it, like, won't let me just switch my account. also, like, you doing this on the tablet is stressing me out. Like, the, the whole... The way that tablets cripple people and into using like the way that sorry not tablets iPads and Apple products cripple their user base to so that they can't use any other technology once they learn how to use Apple, it's frustrating. I can't even get in here, dude. Yeah, you don't even remember the password, bro, to your own Facebook account, man. I, that's, I, that's so tragic, bro. I can, fuck. You know what you should do? This is what I did. Is I just uh. I uh, there's this app that will automatically download all of the photos on your Facebook and ones that you're tagged in and, and everything and then you can just fucking never use your Facebook ever again you know only use it to promote stuff and you don't have to worry about losing all those photos because that, that is kind of the only reason that I, I shouldn't say the only reason but the only reason I didn't want to like fully delete my Facebook was because there's photos from fucking 15 years ago, and it's like memories, and I'm like, all right, well, if I could just get all those downloaded, then I don't have to worry about this shit. This is stupid. I wish I could have shown you this. It would have been funny. And Well, maybe he's got something on YouTube. I wouldn't be... Sometimes these actors, they uh, they, they put their compilation on, uh, on YouTube. Zuhair Haddad. It's cool that he's got the same last name as you. Uh, here he is in encoded. Oh, this is his. I, I found his YouTube channel. Here's a He's got a YouTube channel. Here's a demo reel. Yep, go. Let's play that demo reel. And slaughtered in your country. At least we attempt to protect them. They are free to practice their religion until they are burned in their homes alive. Your army stands by and does nothing, gentlemen. We're doing gentlemen. the best we can in a volatile oh, this is, uh, own genocide. Muslims haven't been the only victims. We are here to talk about a situation on an international border. And what if that border got fucking is in the bridges, place? brother? I think he breaks a cop there now. It is. You see? An excuse for aggression. British colonialists drew that border. Lying on a map. My own parents were born in India. Now we're telling life stories. Gentlemen. These stories Gentlemen. are why we're here. I think Gentlemen. this is Homeland. Am I right? No, it's not Homeland. At partition in 1947. Oh, what is it? My family's home was burned by a mob. It was a terrible time. Crimes <laughs> were committed on all sides. My parents sit me ahead to Lahore while they tried to salvage some positions. All right. When they you can tell English is in his first language. Have you come to hold me back? Oh, here it is. Hang on. Everyone on the train was dead. May we get back trains filled with him? 
All right, what are we doing here? Oh, no, I you, missed you, it. You I literally it. skipped it back ten seconds and you skipped forward. My mother bleeding. Oh, we. I I wanted to see him break the cup. Yeah, you know, if we just kept watching it, we would have eventually broken the cup. But you were jumping around on that thing like it was a goddamn trampoline. Yo, I'm jumping on a damn trampoline, yo, what do you mean, yo, I'm like Mr. Clean with my big bald head, yo, call me Zuhair, no, I don't got no hair, but Haddad is my heir. Uh, yeah, my homie Zuhair, he lives in NoHo or somewhere over there, uh, yeah, and he acts a lot, uh, yeah, I wish I had the career he's got. He, that might have been a scene from Jag, I don't know. I wish that I had an idea of what movies he was in last. Oh wait, I do. It was The Affair, damn. Yo, imagine if Zuhair was my dad and the childhood I would have had. Uh, living in California as a young Haddad man. Uh, what? Yo, you could be acting right now with your da- with your uncle, with your dad's uh, cousin. cousin. That's right. That's just how it is. And you love him and he's getting your roles. <laughs> Um, I, I watched a fun little documentary about, uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> um, I, I should know it cause I just watched it, but okay. So this guy is a writer director. Oh. Um, and he did the Jeepers Creepers series. I don't I'm know familiar, if you're familiar yeah. with those. Um, I think it's like Vincent something Jeepers Creepers. Excuse me. Mm. Was there more than two of those? Yeah, there's like four of them. Victor Salva. So, uh, Victor Salva is this dude. Uh, His most famous movie, I think, is technically Powder. But uh, I think Jeepers Creepers is more known. But uh, Francis Ford Coppola, not Francis Ford Coppola, his son Roman Coppola, Mm. took a liking to this dude and like funded his first film and helped him sweep under the rug the fact that uh he was sexually abusing the child actors in his movies there was a police raid on his home and they found child porn this was in the 80s this isn't like years 2020 child porn raid where you have like it on the hard drive or whatever like this is this guy has videotapes of children being abused in his home and he's still making movies and shit. Uh, Would you watch this on YouTube? Yes. Um, Damn, dude. I, so, I feel like I should watch this. Yeah, it was the, the movie Clown House, which was uh, executive produced by Roman Coppola. Uh, he was he was totally banging the the main kid. Um, <laughs> and to this day, like the, the the kid goes around and is like, "Yo, this guy fucked me." Like, why what is, is going on? Movies? He was at the premiere of the movie that he was was fucked during protesting it and it was still just like yeah the guy made a mistake it's just it's insane that yo that's be- crazy dude. i'm not gonna say that he's had like a prolific career he definitely this has definitely affected him negatively but he's but still he, working he still makes movies he hasn't made one since 2017 but uh okay so that's a significant but he still, shouldn't like- have made one since 1989 is the is the thing People weren't really canceling people back then, huh? No, they weren't. So it was like everything was hush hush in Hollywood. I'm sure a majority of pe- if a, if the majority of people knew what he did, they wouldn't have gone to see any of the films. But I, there must be like a degree of being able to sweep that type of shit under the rug back in the day. No, oh, yeah, which is bizarre to me because technically everyone knew. Yeah, he, he was he went to prison for it. Mm-hmm. 
So, that, oh wow, for how long? Uh, like, I not very long. I think it was like a year or something. Still, this dude did time for child. Yeah, porn. yeah and he was like bashed in prison. Apparently, he got fucked up for too. raping yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Like he got his uh, you know prison beating for the you know as you're expected to if you abuse a child. But then he got out of prison and made Powder, which is a made which is a Disney funded film. Oh my um, God! How do you? Because the fact that he went to prison legitimizes his guilt. Right. Yeah. It's like how Mike Tyson went to prison for rape, and and we're still letting him work. You know. So. Yep. Technically, he never raped a kid, but wh- where where are we moving these goalposts to? You know. Yeah. It's Mi- rape. The Mike Tyson thing is definitely odd. He went to fuck. He was convicted, and I'm pretty sure he was like. Like she deserved it or whatever. I don't think he was very remorseful about it. Um, but yeah, he had Jeepers Creepers, Jeepers Creepers Two. He did some one, something called Peaceful Warrior, which looks pretty lame, but it's mostly horror films. Yeah. Mm. Yo, Victor Salva is rubbing salve on my wounds in the 1989, and now I'm in a tomb. Uh, uh, I don't know, dude. Uh, Jeepers Creepers, uh, for all of those who are not believers, uh, yeah, I had to bleep her, uh, I don't even know what that means, sir, whoa. Yeah, it's an open secret in Hollywood, yo, if your movies are good, you can keep making them, but honestly, I never really liked Jeepers Creepers as a series. Yo, I think I might have seen Jeepers Creepers when I was 13. That's the same age that the director would have grabbed me and fondled my rectum. That's right. He would have liked to have you as a child actor in his movie. Uh, Not your uncle, but you instead, because your uncle's too old and he looks like he's fucking 66. Dude, uh, real quick tangent on my uncle again. When we moved to L.A., I called him. I remember that. And I was like, hey, what's going on? I'd love to get together. And like in my head, I was like, this is my connect to entertainment like maybe he'll help me get an agent and then he'll i I don't know maybe i'll get into like this world and sort of uh work the hollywood uh way you know what i'm saying like if he can do it i'm sure he can help me get in there and like two phone calls and we didn't make it happen and i was like all right never mind did you express to him that you were interested in getting into the industry because i feel like that's something that i didn't because i thought i should meet this person because he's my family i don't want to um immediately like be taking from him like i I don't want to immediately be like i want something from you and we don't even know each other you know what i'm saying like that felt a little weird to me and my dad like you know helped me connect with him but my dad's really bad at staying in touch with his family like he never calls his relatives or brothers or sisters he doesn't give a shit he's like out of sight, out of mind. Like I'll, I'll see you in a. In yeah, a bunch. I think that in situations like that, where I, I, it's better to not beat around the bush, because they already. I bet he already has the idea that that's why you're hitting him up, and for you to not to just just go out and say it, in his mind is like, oh, maybe it's like I'm I'm being uh, uh, deceptive. Yeah, so it would motivate me less if someone was you know like say they say it was an artist that uh i was i was getting suspicious that maybe they just want like a a music video out of me or whatever i would respect it more if they just hit me up and were like hey i'm looking to get this video going or whatever but what if the artist was like 
your cousin. That's that's uh, that's kind of the context I'm I'm working in here. Okay. Uh, that yeah, I should have I should have made that clear. Um, which yeah, you know you you fucking lay it out there, and then and then that gives them the the opportunity to be like, oh well, because then they can like either let you down easily like with the the bullshit normal response, but like, yeah. well yeah, you want to be an actor, you just go do it. You know you got to just go act, and it's like, okay, thanks, uh, Uncle uh, Zuhair. Yeah. Um. Or he's like, "All right, yeah, come meet me tomorrow, and uh, maybe we can uh, get t- you an agent." Talk of it. that's you. You need to like have a demo reel before you get an agent, man. You'd need to record like a monologue or something. Or dude, I could totally do that right yeah. now. Right now, I I would probably be a couple days away from memorizing that Wolf of Wall Street speech. Where it's pick up the phone and start dialing. No, dude. The only monologue worth worth repeating is is the Bane monologue from Batman. <laughs> I I was raised in the darkness. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna uh, talk about. I thought you were gonna keep going. I want to do the Wolf of Wall Street one. That's the one that I'm passionate about. Uh, I thought you would do the Coffee for Closers one. That's. I feel like that, that one's, one. Is, I feel like that one's too. Um, it's overdone at this you point. You don't think the fucking Wolf of Wall Street one is done a million times at this point? Not as much as that. Not as much as the um, coffees for closers. That one's that one's that one's been the classic sales speech pre Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, and then Wolf of Wall Street has been out for fucking twenty years now. So I think that's twenty years. Yo, I just drank twenty beers and I'm gonna throw some midgets onto a Velcro wall and go crazy. Yo, I'm in Wolf of Wall Street, baby. Yo, ever since I was twenty, I wanted to be like the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, pick up the phone and start dialing. Uh, and I've been wiling, doing lines. Those are rookie numbers, bro. I'm about to go meet Matthew McConaughey for some blow. Do a line right in this restaurant. Yeah, for sure. Everyone can see what I've snot. Uh, I might do a line with Matthew and then start munching on some Wagyu. Uh, Mm. yeah, and Tim Buck too. Uh, I'm about to fuck too. Yeah, wag you, yo, I'm wagging my tail because this beef, yo, nothing compares, it all pales. Oh my god. Fucking Wolf of Wall Street. I don't even like that movie. I've I've seen it twice now, I think, and uh I don't know. I, it's it's fun, but it, to me it's like an Avengers movie almost. I'm like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah, and it's a bit long. Yeah, it's very long. Uh it kind of reminded me of uh, that other uh, Leo movie, The Great Gatsby, a little bit. Like there was, there was this period where Leo was in these w- extravagant uh, champions of industry style movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that it, it is pretty inspiring. Like when you watch it, you're like, oh, that's cool. I'd definitely rather go to a Wolf of Wall Street party than a Great Gatsby party. One hundred percent. That was that was a weird hipster thing that people were doing. They're probably still doing it. Where you know hey, we're gonna dress up like flat and fucking townie guys or whatever and and uh, you know wear your best suit and fucking yeah it was dumb dude i walked down to the pier this morning and i wanted to you know just do a lap and there's this uh festival going on down there here i'm gonna pull it up right here 
love Long Beach. Oh, and dance I, to some of the best DJs across two stages. And it's literally right there by the lighthouse. Um, and I was like, maybe we should get tickets and go down there. And it's like, so they blocked off the lighthouse. Area? Yeah. So I couldn't get all the way down. But interesting. It, it says on here that this is a, a family friendly event, but there's a bunch of shirtless dudes like partying in front of a DJ. And then there's a bunch of like uh, lame ass woo woo. This dude shredded. There's a bunch of lame ass like, yeah, they're doing yoga right here. <laughs> I don't know. All these pictures that you've shown me have been pretty family friendly. Now, like at, just a, someone without a shirt on isn't necessarily egregious. I guess you're right. Uh, the the thing that I thought was weird is all this like yeah, spirit, some, spiritual yeah, shit that they're a doing. There's guy rubbing yeah. a, a crystal across a, a sound bowl or yoga whatever you call love. it. Yoga uh, love. Buy final tier tickets. Let's yeah, see. Definitely not worth $40. That's kind of insane. Okay, so this morning they were only thirty. Oh yeah, here you go, thirty bucks. Like, also thirty bucks to see a DJ. Like, who gives a shit? I, oh, wanna... I think sales ended. Yep, it's done. We can't go. Oh well, let's break in, dude. I I just like when shit goes down over there. I want to just like go and and people watch. Well, like, it's, it's also entertaining. I agree to an extent. I think it's weird how Long Beach will just straight up. Uh, close off a, a public space for these events. Like it's happened. Like for the for the race, you know, there was just yeah, a, the a, whole a, a park that is usually public access. They're like, all right, this is no longer. You got to pay to get in this place where you used to be able to just walk around. Yeah, exactly. Restaurants, restaurants where you could just like you can't go to Bubba Gump's this weekend because fucking the race is in town. You yeah, have to yeah. pay to get in this area. Although that probably boosts the the restaurant traffic i'm assuming or i guess they yeah i assume it's i don't know i'm i'd be talking out of my ass to assume that it helps or, or doesn't help but maybe or maybe the restaurant gets a piece i would hope so yo that shit seems fucked how are they gonna stop the restaurant folks from getting in here and making some jokes and getting some yolks some eggs you know huh Yo, all these events, they're getting in the way of my motherfucking business. Yeah, I can't provide for my motherfucking kids and my wife. Cause the fucking GTA, G, uh, GTA race. Yo, the GTA race, Grand Theft Auto. I stole a race, then I drove that shit to Cabo. Yeah, that's how it is, that's why I'm trouble. Yeah, the cops arrested me, now I'm the double. Uh, I'm in Cabo, tomato, tomato. Yeah, I'm uh, eating avocados. Uh, with my homies, puffing on some stogies. Yeah, you know me, I'm like Mowgli. Yeah, I just spent 150 on some stogies. Yeah, that shit wasn't nifty. Yeah, they fucking played me. Yeah, I'm so fucking lame. We hang on. Uh, Afterglow by Ty Beats, Daydream by 18, The Surprise by Booties, mm. Samurai by Von Joe again, uh, Foresight by Urban Nerd Beats, and then Violent by Louie. Nice. Nice. Very nice. That's uh, it, dude. I guess we fucking did it. Oh, that's it. All right. Well, I guess um, I could get into the movie portion. Uh, I watched a couple of uh, uh, horror. Well, I watched one classic, one reboot of said classic, uh, Child's Play with um, Chucky. Oh, the doll that comes Damn. to life and is a murderer. So I watched the original Child's Play yesterday. I think it's from 1989 or 88 or something. Uh, uh, it's it, pretty old. It fucking sucks. Oh, it, really? It was hard to wa get through, man. And why was it so popular in pop I culture? I have no fucking idea because... I feel I, like I heard about that even in Spain. Like, people reference Chucky. Yeah, no. I remember growing up, 
people being like, that movie's fucking scary. Like, kids that, you know, I was in elementary school yeah, with exactly. being like, yo, that's one of the scariest movies ever. Um, it's fucking laughably bad, but not, like, in a good way. You know how some movies are so bad that they're, you know, funny to watch? It's, yeah. It's not funny. It's not scary. For some reason, the sequels that it spawned do kind of... They lean, pick up? They lean into cheesiness and, and funny stuff, I think. I haven't actually watched them, but I know that, like... They they have like Bride of Chucky and and I'm pretty sure like Method Man is in it or no <laughs> Red Man is in one of them and I'm pretty sure they take a more comedy route. Okay. But the first one isn't played like that at all. They they think that they're they've got a very scary horror film on their hands and it's not scary. You know the and it's it, the premise is fucking retarded too. It's like a, a murderer who is running from the cops. Uh, he hides in this like toy store. And he, they don't explain this when the movie at the beginning of the movie, but he has some knowledge of voodoo powers, and he, uh, as he's he's been shot, so he knows he's gonna die, and he's holding this this doll called the Good Guy doll, which is what the the Chucky is based off of or whatever, and he he's saying like this voodoo magic, and then he gets struck by lightning and then enters into the doll. Whoa. That's the thing, and it's insane. They don't explain that he was using voodoo magic until like two-thirds of the way into the film where, as Chucky, he goes and visits this witch doctor. You're talking about the original still. I'm still talking about the 80s one. Uh, so he's he's the doll now, and he goes and visits the witch doctor, and he's like, he kills the witch doctor with a voodoo doll. Uh, it's it's absolutely stupid. Uh, it, it's It's not entertaining. I don't understand how it spawned all these sequels. You watched the whole thing. I watched it front to back uh, because I was like, all right, I'm going to do kind of what I did with Old Boy. Yeah. Um, and then watch the reboot and, and compare them. Reboot, much better. Reboot is actually totally watchable. I enjoyed the reboot. It's It's got its dumb moments. Sure. Uh, like, in, in the original, they have this child actor who is so goddamn bad. It, and child actors are, are almost always terrible. But yeah. nowadays, there's They're a little better, more yeah. of a vetting process. I almost feel like, uh, shout out Victor, they just hired these kids so that they could fuck them. They weren't caring about uh, any sort of acting talent <laughs> whatsoever. They're like, this kid looks like he's got a nice bussy, and uh, let's get him in the in, in the Chucky movie. Um, nowadays, they, they there's actual child actors that are good. Um, and so the new one was all right. I like Aubrey Plaza. She was the mom. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. yeah, she's she was a good she was good in it, and um, you know there was some cool little gory scenes. the The original one wasn't even like for the time. I guess maybe that was controversial was violence the, or whatever. Is the reboot but, rated R? Yeah. Okay. And the original's so, rated R as well, but but it shouldn't have been. I think the worst thing that happens in the original is that there's a scene where a guy's Achilles tendon gets cut, but that was already done better in Pet Cemetery, so it's like. You know, what are we doing here? Dude, the Achilles is brutal. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That shit is crazy. I mean, the the one from Pet Cemetery was way doper. Yeah, that was very intense. Uh, and, you know, like, not scary at all. The doll looks fucking stupid in the original. Okay, but the new one is, is way cooler because they, they get rid of the whole voodoo bullshit. Okay. The fact that it's some murderer who somehow knows voodoo magic. It's a white murderer that is like, oh, he's, he's locked in with these witch doctors so he can fucking transfer himself into a doll. Doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. The new idea is that uh, 
the doll is a robot and it's it's got AI. It's sentient Whoa. because of that, which is you know it's it's more you know it tracks with modern day bullshit that we that we've come to know. Should uh, should should the cover art for this week be um oh yeah we could do some child's play shit that'd be kind of fun this is us right here yeah um, i feel like we would both have to be chucky or something or maybe we're both because because it is it is technically a a uh a, like he's he's not the only doll that looks like that he's just the he's just the one that's possessed by the guy this would be pretty good it just says dome right here and we're both like this something like no but that. i think we should be in the box both of us as in the as, box yeah look scroll up a bit you fucking dumb idiot okay. now scroll down All okay right. yeah see the 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 chucky bot we should both be chuckies gotcha in in our own individual boxes and whatnot oh because he's a toy i get it yeah and there, there's there's multiple ones he's just the only one that got possessed or whatever he but, wants you for a best friend yeah uh, oh, i wonder if you could buy these for real Oh, yeah, of course. You go on Amazon right now and get your own Chucky doll, I'm that sure. That is pretty cool. I wish I was one of those people that like to buy... Toys? No, you don't. You know how people collect, like, unique toys and boxes and shit no, like I, that? I, I respect that to a degree. Uh, I think that there's, uh, like, Funko Pops ruin that, like, concept for a lot. Like, people that collect Funko Pops is like, what? do you, do you oh. not see what you're fucking doing here? All you're doing is giving this company money. They're, they're not cute. They're not like cool. Yeah. What is this whole Funko Pop bullshit? Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, remember. I think you legitimately have to be kind of an idiot to have, like Funko Pops. I have one. Yeah, I you have, have one, but it's it's also like you got the one, and it's Pee Wee Herman, and yeah. it's kind of cool, and it's like you almost got it as a novelty. I, I I guarantee you didn't get it because you like Funko Pops. No, no, it's because our old roommate collected them, and I went to the store with him, and I was like, I'll get one. Yeah, that, that dude would 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 look up like un- underground places to where you could buy them. He had a relationship with the person that worked at that place. Like, it was yeah, like, like like when you would like treating it like you're buying like Yeezys or whatever. <laughs> the, the new rare Funko Pops bullshit. Like, I, I don't get it. I I do think that you know. Getting an expensive toy of of like a of a character that you enjoy uh, is is kind of I can sort I guess, of respect that no, to no, a degree. I get what you're saying. I guess I'm sort of jealous of the passion that someone can feel uh, when it comes to like owning memorabilia or like I don't know what it is that makes them excited about owning. Fungo pops are like NFTs. Yeah, it's like those board. It's the board ape bullshit. They shouldn't. Again. They shouldn't have value. They shouldn't have value. They all look exactly the same, other than a different, uh, a slightly different skin on yeah, each one. Exactly. So, like, the appeal is so far gone on me. I can't help but think that people that collect them are kind of dumb. Like, they, there has to be a level of stupidity there. That yeah. you think that this is cool to do. I think maybe it'd be better to collect uh, cards. Card, like, uh, you know how people collect magic cards? That's a little bit more well, reasonable. Magic cards, there's a game involved. There, okay, yeah. There's yeah, something that's else. Way, yeah. Exactly. There's actually they, some value in yeah, playing the thing that way. Right. And and I don't think anyone oh collects magic cards and doesn't play the game. Dude, no one I just was, has magic cards and doesn't play. When I was on that tour in TJ, <laughs> we walked by some store where there was like 20 dudes sitting at tables across from each other trading magic cards or like playing magic yeah, that's usually like a thing in malls there'll be one store but it's not actually a store it's a place where you can go and game with people i remember we had one in hawaii and there was one in michigan if i'm not mistaken and it's not an arcade no it's it's there's tables and there might have like uh they might have some like you know they would have like a section of stuff for sale but it's not like the place is a store like they would have 
you know, some collectibles, probably a few Funko Pops, maybe some anime DVDs sure. or whatever. But it's mainly just for you to meet up with other people and play Magic. And there must be like a fee or something that you have to pay to play or whatever there. But I don't know. I've never been there. I've, the idea of playing a trading card game like Pokemon or Magic or Yu-Gi-Oh is lost on me. I oh, still 100%. I don't look down on it by any means. I think I just don't I, understand it. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool to a degree. Well, I just it's I probably want, like playing poker or whatever. I want to love something like that, dude. Like these these people are just like so passionate about something and it just blows my mind. I just there's nothing that I'm like even a sport. Like people who love a team or like they love this game or they love fucking playing what's that stupid ass board game settlers of Catan. like there's just all this shit that people just love doing and they they invest their life into it <laughs> i don't think playing settlers of Catan is a lifestyle no i just when i was growing up this is in spain dude when i was growing up this fucking youth group that i was a part of there was a group of there's a sub click in the youth group that would play Settlers every Friday. And that it was, was a big youth group game. And it was like though. a three or four hour event where they would just be playing and they'd be really into it. And I'd be like, you guys are all dweeb nerds and I'm better than this. And I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. And I guess I was too obsessed with like playing soccer when I was younger. So but I couldn't the, play games. There is some validity, though, in that. In like it's it's the same with video games. If you're spending too much time, uh, if you're investing too much time in something that isn't paying you back, then yeah, that's not a good thing to do. Right, but it know? was the social thing. Like they were playing, to, they were like they had a community. Like I feel like I know, and that, I agree. But like it's the same thing. Like uh, with video, there's a community there. There's a vi there's community with like going to see movies and whatnot. Sure. There's there's community with everything. But like I do think that. You know, if it's if it's costing you money and you're not somehow recouping that or whatever, like you need to have a lifestyle that allows you to be into that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If you're too in, if you're too invested and you're not gaining anything, it's detrimental. If you're one of these magic players that's still like living with his mom or whatever, and that's how you're able to, you yeah. know, justify wasting oh, all this time. I got you. Yeah, like uh, if you're not making money selling magic cards or something, you're kind of wasting your life. Yeah, and I'm not and and that's not to say that like if you want to be into magic, you better be a professional player making money off of it. No, like it's fine to to do this shit for fun, but there has to know, be a balance. You, yeah, I I cuz I also think that most people that are into playing magic or Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever, that is like aspect of their personality is that they collect these yeah, cards and they play the games dude. and whatever and that's where it becomes a little weird that's where to me it's like all right get it's cool to, you should have a hobby um ideally your hobby is your job that's like best case that's scenario yeah exactly but if you can't make that happen which more than likely you can't it's not bad to have the hobby but like that's still you got to keep in mind that's there's other shit that you need to also have well and people also go through phases right like you may be into magic for two years or something like that and then you move out of it um but i do think it's cool when people have like a lifelong thing that they're that they love to do even if it's not no, their, I even think if it's not their job but like a person who like starts painting in their 30s or something and then by the time they're 60 they retire and they're still painting that's cool i'm like i'm a, 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 yeah. a hobby that you can build on that's 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 exciting right no and then yeah i like i'm ha i'm only sort of half shitting on like trading card games and uh like video games what other nerdy other. thing could you do that would be more creative you know yeah. what i'm saying like which one of those is like because I know, obviously, video games can become like a, 
you know, competitive thing and you can make money on Twitch or online or, or like these competitions. But like, is there, oh, um, I remember uh, when I was a kid, there was those, I think it's like Warcraft, but in real life and you paint the characters or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, is is it, it World of Warcraft no, or is it something else? It's called else? Warhammer. Dude. That looks I, cool. I had those for a while and I remember seeing, I remember going to the Warhammer store and there was these enormous displays and they had all people who worked there had painted them and put them together. And I was like, this is nerdy, but technically very creative and no, cool. Yeah, no, I agree. That is cool. Uh, the the uh, friend of the show, Mitch Jump, like was on some like Gundam shit oh. where he would get the, the Gundam figurines and paint those, which I think is cool. Uh there like there is like that aspect of the creativity that you're incorporating into playing this game and the game itself is i'm sure a little more stimulating than just playing a video game yeah because you know you're fucking you're rolling dice you're you're you know, casting spells you when got you and you sort of crew con you constructed your game like you put your right. game together and i don't know if this is how warhammer works but uh i know like a game like uh dungeons and dragons there's a guy whose job it is to make up the story. Like, Dungeons & Dragons, yeah, yeah, yeah. you have to have a friend who's good at writing in order to play it and have fun because that, there's a guy leading you through everything. That is, you know what, that is pretty creative. That's also the aspect of, of that game that makes me uh, feel like it isn't legitimate because I'm like, most people playing this probably suck at building this story, um, but that's just me projecting some type of judgment on them. Yeah, well, it, it, and it, it seems kind of fun. I remember back when I was listening to pods, uh, the, the Dan Harmon podcast, Harmontown, they, they would have a segment every episode where they just played Dungeons & Dragons, and they had a guy who would write the campaign every week, and he would be the dungeon master, I think they call him, and he he doesn't play the game. He just tells the story while the other people play the game and, and he narrates it for them or whatever. Maybe there's a way for the Dungeon Master to also play. I've never played, but that kind of made me want to get into Dungeons & Dragons. I was like, this seems like a cool game and a lot of it is like improv as well, so you yeah. could have fun with it. You really would have to have like... You need friends. And you... Yeah. <laughs> More than just one. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure there's also like I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's expensive to get started with Dungeons and Dragons. Is there like a table? Is there like a, a, a fold-out board game or like figurines that you need to buy? I or don't like know. it doesn't sound like a, a high price point. I don't know. I, once once you get into that kind of shit, though, I I do think that there is like a money pit aspect to it. How the fuck do you spell? Dun oh, here it is. First thing. <laughs> How the fuck do you spell dungeons? We're dumb, folk. Stranger oh, Things. There you go. This is it right here. On Amazon. Take well, that's not the game. That's like a. That's like postcards. <laughs> that's a box of postcards you just. What click on. in they fuck? Uh. Damn, dude. Well, what was that other thing? It looks like there was. Yeah, check out that official home of the world's greatest role-playing game. Learn Dungeons more. and Dragons. What if we did that on an episode? Well, we'd have to learn how to play the game, though. That sucks. And it's also like not really conducive to uh, randomly freestyling. I guess you could do that. No, I, I bet it would make it even better, to be honest. Um, you we up? would need a dungeon master. It couldn't be us. If we knew someone who knew how to play it and was into it and would write us, uh, would write us a campaign for an episode, I would be so down to. Oh, here to we go. go. Starter shit. set. Why is there a release date? 
Oh, because it's a it's a constantly evolving game. Like it's like World of Warcraft in the in the sense that they have to keep adding expansions to it and whatever. Hey, here you go. Twenty five bucks. All right, that's not bad at all. Damn, dude, I don't even understand. Could kids play this without like the help of a of a of a like grown up or of course you've seen stranger things that's like the whole premise of the show is that they play dungeons and dragons 64 page adventure book character levels five pre-generated characters right I, and i'm pretty sure that like that ad, that adventure book is for the people who aren't Can we watch uh, this for a second this oh this is a lady oh so you don't want to watch it everything you need to start playing one box whether you're new to Dungeons and Dragons or you've already had a taste and I love Ooh. I love like her Hispanic vibe but with the English accent yeah you know, I'm like whoa I'm always confused by that I'm like oh the Brits have immigrants too yeah try not to entirely derail try not to entirely I'm not gonna derail my Dungeons and Dragons campaign this shit is so nerdy they had to put a attractive woman to to market it for us well, no, that's that's typically how nerdy shit is marketed. Isn't that weird? It's like I'm surprised oh. she's not fucking wearing a scantily like yeah, yeah, she's not scantily clad in armor right now, where the armor is only protecting her tits and vag. I will say the artwork is uh, it, it, it's attractive to me. I'm like, oh, I like I like the way this looks. This cover or like the way that this is drawn is really interesting. The packaging of this looks cool. Like I'd be interested just in the fact that. You know, like all this, this the book looks yeah, there's like a, a nice book. There's a reason why it's been like the number one role playing game for like fucking forty years now. Damn, so, dude, that shit is old. Yeah, it's been around. I think it started in the eighties. So, oh, you can get it on Steam, bro. Uh, no, so I guess maybe. Wow, so there's like a a way to play this virtually? digitally somehow. Interesting. I kind of feel like that takes the whole fun out of it. Like the whole real life aspect of this is seems like one of the more important things. Steam is cool, man. PC gaming is so much cooler than console gaming. I got to I got to I got to get a, get a game going. I feel like I have to fix my PC before I fucking put that kind of pressure on. I don't think there's it. the only thing broken about your PC is the trackpad. Well, so. no, I think the battery is what's breaking the trackpad. But if it's but like if it's just the trackpad, that's not that that's not I like never a, use the trackpad. That's like yeah, that's not a major malfunction, but who knows, maybe that battery is going to explode in your face one day and that would be a problem. Cuz it like I'm it looks like it's in your computer's inflating like a balloon. Yeah. Um which is concerning. But everything runs fine. It's faster than my computer, you know. I, I think that, like, it's still solid. It's just for some reason your battery, I don't know why. It's a Razer. It should be a fucking good-ass laptop. I've read about it. I've read that it happens and that um, it's not an easy fix. Mm. But I could get that insurance that I had through uh, my Verizon account that replaced the TV. I think they'd replace the computer. No way. But I want the computer fixed, not replaced, but Dude, I'll but take a replacement. No, because if you get a re Remember how they didn't make you mail back the other TV? Maybe they'd let us keep both. Yo. I feel like on a higher price point item, they'd make us return it. Maybe I wouldn't that might be worth looking into because I well, wouldn't yeah. mind taking this little doohickey off your hands. Oh yeah, absolutely. That'd be I mean it'd be exclusively It'd be it'd be always here for podcasting, and then I could actually have my other laptop. Yeah, that'd be fun to do. You should look into that, man. But we should maybe wait till we have another thing that we need to replace, get a twofer going. Because when we well, replace, they're not they're not really big fans of of you running claims over and over. But again. I, if I recall, didn't we we replaced my phone and the TV on the same no, no, run? No. Didn't we? The phone was 
That was a year before. Even it, yeah, and those are two different types of insurance. They're through the same company, but yeah, um, the insurance that replaces the home products doesn't replace the phone. It's interesting because you can just add the insurance, and then after thirty days you can file a claim. So bizarre. Like you don't have to have it always. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'd definitely be. Uh, that's the thing, though. If you get another Razer laptop, is it just going to do the same thing? Well, they may, they, they may just fix it. They may just replace. Oh, the battery. sometimes they just fix it for yeah, you. Yeah, if well. it's fixable, they fix it. But with the TV, I think it's just more reasonable for them to just send a replacement. It's just funny because I could just like the TV could have been completely just busted or whatever, and they anything other than stolen, and they would have replaced the TV. Yeah. I got a piss, dude. Should we end yeah. it? Uh, well, I'd, I'd be down to pee and then... Okay, let's do that. Do a little uh, wind down. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Our bladders have been vacated. Thank God. I'm fucking adding the in, the insurance to the to the account. No way. We're, we're rolling with it. Well, it takes 30 days for it to... For to you to be able to file a claim. So it's like... I have to get the ball rolling so that I'm sort of just like trying to get the the issue resolved before it escalates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I um. Well, hey, you know, fingers crossed that they just let you keep the old one and don't ask any questions. Uh, but I I am in the market for a laptop. If I'm gonna be going to Egypt and Kenya in a couple of months, I feel like I need yeah, to dude. have a laptop, especially if I'm doing video work. I can't just store all my footage and then come home with just like fucking 40 hours of footage to sort through. I need to be sorting through it on the, like at the end of the day kind of thing. Yeah. So, no, uh, it, it makes sense, especially, well, you want to be able to maybe start editing even like, well, yeah, that's what I'm, yeah, I would, I would be collecting the best clips and whatnot and the sound bites that I need and putting them in the timeline and, all that jazz, and I, 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 I will be able to. I've got like the plan, you know. I'm like I'm gonna get half up front, and I'm just gonna use that to get a laptop. Oh, cool! And then uh, that's and, sick, and, dude. And maybe some lav mics. That's the thing. You can get a very decent laptop for like twelve hundred bucks. Like, well, I'm thinking more like seven hundred bucks. You can still get a good laptop yeah, you, for seven hundred bucks. No, yeah, the, a really good laptop for seven hundred bucks. If you wanted to say Razor on it, yeah, you're no, gonna have no, to yeah, pay yeah. at least twelve hundred. Sure, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking. But about, then you're gonna have a fucking inflatable battery, dude. That's fucked up. I think the price point on this thing is like twenty six. Actually, like it's fucking ridiculous. I don't know why, but I mean, it's lasted. I think I've what I've had it three years now. Other than this battery situation, it's never done me wrong. No, yeah, I, technically the trackpad is unusable at this point. So if so, it's it's lucky that you, you almost use it as a desktop. For the, the portability most part. is irrelevant for me. Yeah, yeah. If if you if portability was a thing, um, then you would need uh, carry a, a mouse yeah, around. Yeah, you would have to carry, which sounds like it would suck. Um, but even then, that's not that big of a deal either. Have just carrying a little portable mouse like that's. But there's something about a laptop where I'm almost inclined to just use the trackpad instead of a mouse because it's there. Maybe they need to start making the laptops without the trackpad and uh, you, like, you have to have a mouse there or something that way. But, you know, I don't know. The last laptop I had fucking shitted on me after... I think I had it for a solid three years, but then one day I went to turn it on. Uh, I heard a noise, and then 
That's the screen it. went black, and I took it in there like, yep, the shit is burnt out. And I was like, well, I, I have been fucking editing 4K footage on it and <laughs> recording my friends in FL Studio regularly. I, um... I may get a desktop eventually. Like, I feel like... It's good to have. Well, I feel like also you can get a much better desktop at a lower price point. Like, I could get a desktop with more power than a laptop that is cheaper because of the lack of portability. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The portability adds to the the price point for sure. It's, it's kind of funny because, uh, yeah, like, the, the lowest price for a solid gaming laptop... I've done my research is is 700 bucks. You're going to pay at least 700 bucks if you want a good gaming, gaming laptop. laptop. They have them for like 300. But well, no, you like, look at the specs and you look at the reviews and you're like, "All right, I What I, if you just what if you're just like, "All right, let me get uh, a heavy-duty desktop for 800 bucks or something like that." That would work out. And then you don't even need a gaming desktop. Like No, I just I I would just want something decent that could run games and like you know, normal audio software. desktops can run games. Like, you buy the gaming desktop if you you know you're gonna need power long term. Like, the only reason I bought a gaming desktop was because I knew I was gonna be editing fucking 4K footage on it all the time. It was it's necessary for yeah. shit like that. But if you're just playing a video game every now and then, you could have a normal ass laptop. I like. It. I used to game on uh, a, a non gaming on on my fucking Cornerstone University laptop that they gave Damn. us for free. I would game on that. I'd play uh, that shit. Could run Halo. And that just sucked, dude. That laptop was. I mean, I guess it did the job. Right. No. It, it, the fact that it, I'm sure that there was like frame rate issues that I just didn't know about because I was sure. a, a young gamer at the time, but uh, it, it ran fine in my mind. So. Uh, I had no complaints. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny how I, I, the other day I did a count of how many video games that I have on PC. I, I'm at like 125 games. That, and, you've, that you've played and beat? or No, no, no. That I just own because uh, you get free games from the marketplaces all the time. The, the Epic Game Store gives you a free game on a weekly basis. Damn. As long as you remember to log in and get it. And most of the times they suck. Yeah. Most of the time it's like a digital trading card game, which oh, to me yeah. is insane. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, but uh, you know, sometimes it's fucking Fallout or or Borderlands or some I, shit like I that. I think it's sick that you can own access to all this stuff and not have to have any physical copies of them. Like, but for all you know, if like say Steam goes belly up, you don't have those games that you paid for anymore. So, I mean, that's a good point, but what are the odds of Steam going belly up? or Probably like, low, and and odds are that you've already played and beat those games, and you don't necessarily need to own them anymore. But uh, it is true, the, like, the apocalyptic uh, aspect of it, where it's like, uh, if we end up in this apocalyptic world, my, uh, my, my wireless headphones are going to need battery. And the, It's the, kind of why I think that, like, the Xbox Live Game Pass is a scam, and then I think PlayStation has one as well. Where you like know, if you, the if the internet's down, you're fucked. If the no, you technically you download and install the games, you can play them offline. But it's still one of those things where you miss a payment, you can't play that game oh. that you that you. But, oh. but you're also you're not purchasing the game. It's on a subscription, so you have Xbox Game Pass. And you have access to a bunch of different games. Yeah, that you you download, install, and whatever. But uh, you know, once you don't want game pass anymore you don't get to keep those games yeah yeah that's the same thing with like splice like you get access to all these sounds and then 
once you don't have the membership anymore, you don't have access to that. Yeah, anymore. so it's it's kind of scammy. Okay, so I like for example Kindle. If you have a if you have a Kindle, you get discounted rates on books and then you get to own the books no matter what. Like you don't have to subscribe. But just for owning the hardware, you get discounted rates on the thing. It would be cool if there was like a law where uh, if you have proof that you purchased the thing legally, you should be allowed to also like pirate it um, as as a just in case. You know, if if you have a historical record of hey, you know, I I bought this game, but the company that hosts the game went belly up, I shouldn't be getting a a phone call about illegal activity if I illegal yeah if I pirate <laughs> that game. You know, I already purchased the thing. Yeah, that that is a that is an interesting. Or like, I should be able to get it for free from a different company now. Yes, there's a scene in uh, in the new Child's Play where uh, there's a lot of there's there's three different scenes in in the uh, Child's Play reboot where uh, a person um, dies uh, or is put in peril in like a hanging scenario. Like the 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 mom's boyfriend uh, is is he he's taking off uh, Christmas lights and for a brief moment he's like you know hanging from the Christmas lights but then he falls and like breaks both his legs it's pretty gross and then he gets run over by a lawnmower which was sick they uh, uh damn spo- spoiler alert the the lawnmower runs him over head first and then his scalp shoots off and lands yeah. it lands on a lawn gnome <laughs> so it looks like the lawn gnome has the guy's hair it's a pretty big lawnmower to run over a human it was one of those lawnmowers that the drivable I, no ones? i think it's like a wheat thresher it's like a fucking it has like oh, it had big oh, big oh, ass oh, yeah, blades yeah, yeah. i know what you're saying it's like my, a, it's like farm equipment it might have been like a plow honestly <laughs> but yeah it, it 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 took the dude's cap and put it on a lawn gnome which i appreciated no that's cap. that's funny um and then after that, there's a scene where this this pervert that lives in their apartment uh, is somehow. It, it was ridiculous how he ends up in this scenario. He's trying to escape from Chucky, and so he climbs up and is like holding onto this pipe up above a table saw, which is just insane. Like, why would you ever put yourself in that position? Obviously, you're about to fall on this table saw and die. Uh, but the guy like. Uh, lands on the table saw uh crotch first and gets just cut up his entire like from crotch to to stomach and that sounds brutal it was a brutal it was a brutal ending but he was a pervert so it made sense it's all good you got to start with the crotch for those fools Mm. and then the the kid's mom is like at the end is is also hanging and he has to save his mom uh from uh you know it's weird how many falling scenarios were in the new the new Chucky movie but I recommend it folks check it out maybe it sucks I don't know I was fully sober when I watched it and yeah. I enjoyed it you know the child acting is better than in the original uh, I don't know if I'm gonna watch any other child's play movies I was looking them up I, I just don't I don't see them I don't know I don't see it delivering like it did because I, I looked up a the, the child's play movie ranked in the, every movie in the franchise ranked worst to best, and they listed the original Child's Play as the best Child's Play oh, film. And, and I you was disagree? Like, yeah. You no, know, it, it's it's a 
fucking horrible movie. <laughs> so I don't I don't understand. For but. me, uh, a lot of times I like I got sucked into the Conjuring world. So like yeah, but I, James Wan is a good writer director. Did he do all of them? Because I watched Conjuring and then I watched Conjuring Two and then I watched Annabelle. I, I'm pretty sure. And he, then I watched. I think there's a Conjuring Three that I watched as well. He did the Conjuring movies. I don't think he did Annabelle. I think that that's just based on the characters he wrote. So I just I and I watched all of them because I was like, well, I I'm sort of into this narrative, and even though they do get worse, I still liked uh, the character development. I wanted to well, know. No, yeah, more. I. I would consider the Conjuring movies good movies. Uh, as far as horror movies are concerned, I, I probably wouldn't watch them again anytime soon, but I've seen them all and I thought they were good. Uh, it, what's, what I noticed, so Jordan Peele has a new movie out, which I want to see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I've fucking seen the billboard everywhere. Nope, yep, I think. Yep. Uh, and it looks good. It looks interesting. I, I, I don't know anything about it, really. I try and avoid trailers for movies that I actually want to see. Yeah. Uh, but there's like this discourse online uh, of dick riding Jordan Peele. Um, and like, I think that it's a combination of him being a prolific black writer director. Absolutely. And also being, people are impressed that he made this sort of seamless transition from, from comedy, comedy into making horror films, which some people might consider the opposite of comedy. And, uh, I like him. He's he's a good director, good writer. I like the horror films he makes, but it's not like it's not the way that it's framed. The, the discussions about Jordan Peele are framed is that he is like literally God's gift to writing yeah. horror films. Well, I think it's specifically because of Get Out, because of how like that has such a big like thing with um white people and like them like trying to. I feel like there's a bunch of layers to that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I, I really like to get out. I I, I kind of need to see it again. Um, but uh, I definitely thought it was good. Better than the other one called Us, which I didn't really like Us, but I also recommend, I, I, I recognize that it was unique and interesting as far as a horror film is concerned. He did some new shit that I'd never seen before. Dude, that I completely I am blanking on Us. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I didn't like Us as much as I liked. Us Get was Out. just a little weird. It wasn't. It wasn't as scary as it was confusing. Um, but maybe on a second watch, it's better. Uh, but yeah, I I think that Get Out was definitely better than Us. But the new yeah, dude, the, mov I, the movie Nope looks pretty cool. Like it looks interesting. No, no, it looks cool. I think like Jordan Peele's held up to like a he's compar comparable to like a, a Spike Lee. When it comes to like the culture, you know, people are like, here's a black director who's like, like all of the protagonists of his movies are, are black people. And yeah. it's it's definitely that's one of the major things that also the fact that he was so popular with Kean Peel and then he made this what seems like unique transition over to directing. Yeah, no, that. that and it is commendable, but the dick writing is what I'm like. It, it almost makes me not want to see the film, or it makes me want to like it less. Yeah. Because uh, people are. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to that, the median of film, you you gotta you gotta watch the movie before you say it's amazing. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And there's this sort of assumption that everything this dude makes is gonna be great, which so far it has been pretty damn no, good. No, absolutely, he rules. But. Uh, 
just just assuming i don't know it's it's weird the uh, this I also, dick riding i, I also take on i also with. feel like it's a it's a weird uh touchy racial subject where it's like would it matter would it matter as much would the dick riding exist if he wasn't black like if he was just a white dude would people give a shit as much or would they just be good movies uh no i think that that's definitely an aspect uh there is there but like it shouldn't be an aspect because his movies are a little more real like i don't consider them pandering like uh i would consider like a movie like black panther very pandering yeah 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 get out is more about horror than it is about and yeah they telling ha- yeah, yeah they have their little social message or whatever but it's still a good ass movie at the end of it the day it rules dude i really loved it yeah um and i also think that uh, making uh, white people the villain is super scary. Like, oh, yeah, because white people are crazy. Well, bro. it just like it's it, true. It, it makes like that whole like in Get Out. I just thought it was it, it fucking terrifying. Um, how he's the one black guy at this house, and then they're all like being all weird, and then this other black dude is acting all it's, weird. It's like it that in itself is enough to make it scary like it could not even it's like just go into e- a house party with a bunch of white people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of makes me think of remember that uh ashton kutcher gabrielle union movie uh just not just married that's a brilliant the, movie guess who with, oh, with Bernie, Bernie Mac. Mac. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. the boy. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that movie, very funny. You know what's funny is that uh, it was originally, the roles were reversed. Because it's, it's a reboot. Oh, it was a black kid coming Ge- home to a white dad? Yeah, Guess Who is a reboot of an old movie called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And it's about a, a white guy bringing home a black girl. Oh. And <laughs> it's just wild that that was a movie at one point. Like... Jesus, I can't believe this guy's bringing home a, a yeah. black girl to meet the family or whatever. Reversed is way funnier, especially because Bernie Mac and Ashton Kutcher. That's a funny, yeah, it's a funny it was pair. Hilarious, uh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, maybe it's not hilarious. I shouldn't be saying that because I haven't seen that movie in a while. It might be really fucking stupid and dated. Well, no, no. I think you're 100 percent warranted in saying that because if it has Bernie in it, likely it kills. Yes, yeah, so at least the scenes he's in. Dude, I, I've watched so many episodes of the Bernie Mac show. And technically, it sucks. But Bernie is just Bernie's great, so hilarious that I'm willing to just deal with all the other shit because I'm just like this dude is saying wild shit. And no, yeah, because that show is like sitcommy and lame. Yeah, but any time where he's doing his monologues, <laughs> it's like yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I used to love. Uh, I think it's called Mister Three Thousand. Wow, that's uh, that's a throwback. Yeah, it, it, well, and it had such a like hard he like unretires in order to get the record or yeah, something. Yeah, and then he, in the process, he learns that. It's about being a team player and not about like the money. And I remember just being like, "Wow, this is a really good message here." And as a kid, I was just like, "This is nice." Bernie Mac has been like uh, some solid side characters. There's one I'm trying to think, but I can't remember the name of the movie. Oceans. I'm look him up. Yeah, he's great in, o- in the Oceans films. Uh, that's like kind of one of his major jams. Was that one? Um, Bernie Mac. I remember he's the car dealership owner in Transformers, which is. A good ass role, um, damn. Oh, guess, guess who? It's right there when his top build bullshits. Oh man, the final movie he was in, Old Dogs. That's a bummer. That was a bad movie. <laughs> and his career on a flop. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, oh, Pride. Remember that movie, Pride, about the black swim team? 
No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, dude, that that movie. It's probably a good was, thing I don't remember it. Yeah, not a good movie. Um, oh, he's in an animated movie called Lil Pimp. Maybe we need to check that. He plays <laughs> he plays a character named Fruit Juice in Lil Pimp. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds like a kills. There's Mr. Three Thousand. Oh yeah, he's fucking Bosley in Charlie's Angels. Forgot about that. Um. Oh yeah, he is the yep. Well, you know what? I can't remember what I was looking at. I wonder if the comedy is funny still. Like, if you could go back and watch a Bernie Mac special and laugh. Oh, of course. Yeah. The specials rule. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, like, honestly, those old, like, 90s black comedy specials. Oh, yeah. I remember. They're all great. Like, like Steve Steve Harvey. Harvey Talking about government cheese. Cedric the Entertainer. And, and, like, the kings of comedy, those hold up. Uh, those, Those are pretty fucking funny. Um, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe we fucking end on that note. Go check uh, out uh, the Kings of Comedy. Uh, check out uh, Child's Play, the new one, not the old one. It nope. sucks, Dick. Um, like and subscribe this podcast, guys. Share it with a friend that's and right. leave a review on uh, whatever platform you're using, and fucking help us out. And never forget, if you're straight. You gotta be proud of that and <laughs> express it publicly, folks. Yep, get a shirt.